Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacrediconpodcast, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacrediconpodcast and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Welcome back to the Sacred Icon Halo Show, where we bring you pure enthusiasm for that Halo universe. That's right. We're back with episode 35, and here to talk today about something very near and dear to my heart, Halo Multiplayer. I'm your co-host, Jovial Joshua Hargis, happy as always. And with me is none other than the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the holy moly, <laughs> Mr. Brian Arvett, everybody. Brian, what is up, buddy? Wow, you're building me up way too much there, Josh. I bet you're super excited for today's episode. It's not often we talk about multiplayer man. a lot. I am so this excited. Is, this I'm, is Josh's I'm, jam. This is my jam. This is, this is we, we talk so much about, you know, general story Halo and like all that kind of aspect and stuff like that, but... I haven't haven't really done a, a multiplayer centric episode yet, so that's what this is going to be. Hopefully, you guys enjoy Yee. that because I am excited for it. Super, me too. super jazzed. Josh, yes. Hit me up with the sound. Oh boy, of Captain Cutter breaking down while talking to his therapist. He's a very sad looking man. <laughs> Old sad Cutter. <laughs> okay. Get what? Well, give me a, give me a name for his therapist. Um, Susan. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Would you want a Halo name or I a therapist? Speak a woman name. who makes snickerdoodles. Okay. She does. She has them in the office in case you feel emotional. Susan. <laughs> Do you have any of those snickerdoodles? <laughs> sort of. Serena, get us back online. I got to talk to Susan. Eat a couple of these snickerdoodles. That's terrible. That's so terrible. No, that's I don't good. Know Keep going, going, though. He has to break down. He's got always got to break down. I'm thinking, of break, yeah, break it down. Uh, Getting to the emotional breakdown, you know. We How does that make you feel? Captain fire. We were isolated for so long, and it made me feel so lonely. I was on that bridge with that one girl. Was Anders? 
and then she was she was gone for a while and i was just there with this ai and it was terrible she was so smart i was so sad so tired but then but then halo wars 2 happens and i don't know the story of that like, i'm a, okay i'm gonna be susan for a second i'm gonna i'm gonna okay. say one word to cut her i'm gonna say one word to cut her uh, two words, two words to cut her, and I want you to only react with an emotion. It has to be audible so that people can hear it. Don't say a word, just react with emotion. What will you think when you hear this? Lieutenant Forge. It's like that one crying mean guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how does that go? Oh, um. Uh, what, what is it? Because oh. I, what, deep down inside, I still love you. And he's like, yeah. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cutter ever sounded anything like that, but. We don't know. We don't. But then it's funny. It's funny because Cutter in the second game, he just looks happy all the time. He looks, he's a completely different face. So. That's good. But, That's good. But anyways, Josh, angry, which is good. take us off. Into the realm of Halo multiplayer. Yeah, guys. Uh, specifically, we're going to be talking about how I first got into this because this is something I kind of touched on briefly before, but we never, I've never really got a chance to go into detail about just how big a deal the multiplayer was for me. Because obviously, Brian is more of the campaign guy. I'm more of the multiplayer guy, and we still dip our toes in the other's field. But it's a, it's just a kind of a night and day thing for me in some ways. So. The first, you know, I played Halo 1. I said this before, so I'll, I'll sum, pet, sum this part up. But I played Halo Combat Evolved. Didn't really touch the multiplayer. I don't think I even really went into the menu. Maybe I ran around in a map or something at the time. But, I mean, I never did LAN party stuff. Like, 2001 was too early for that. Like, I wasn't ready. You know, I saw that in a magazine. It got me excited to play Combat Evolved. But I just didn't... I didn't even know other people who were playing Halo yet. Uh, you know, Xbox was still super new. So then when Halo 2 came out, I was excited to play the story, and I got home, and I played the first, like, I got to the first Arbiter mission, I think I beat it, and I just thought, what the heck is going on? And it kind of, in the moment, pulled me out of it a bit, like, took me took my excitement and kind of lowered it, because I was like, this just feels so weird. And this I, ain't the Chief. What's that? This ain't the Chief. Yeah, exactly, and, and you're going through those, that first Arbiter level, and it's just so muddy and, ugh, for me. At the time. Yeah, I mean, the graphics at the time, they were pushing the limit, and they just, you know, a lot of brown, lots of yeah. muddiness. You know, I was like, why am I, why am I, yeah, I had so many questions, but anyway, uh, I didn't, I beat the campaign, and I didn't play the multiplayer for a bit. Well, I had a next-door neighbor named JJ, and uh, we used, I used to play basketball with a bunch of these guys around the street, and this, this is back in middle school, so this is like, no, this was high school, so this was, what, freshman year, so... Yeah, he lived with his grandparents, and I would sometimes go over there and would go hang out in the basement and play, you know, a bunch of games like NBA Street and, and all these different games. Well, we're playing Halo 2, and I'm showing it off. You know, it's this new game and everything, and his little brothers come down, and they want to play. And I'm like, I'm like, man, by all means, they're awesome, but I'm like, we can't. You weren't invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we can't. I know the feeling. I said, the only way we, we can really do that is, I guess, through multiplayer. And, you know... Multiplayer at the time, guys, just did. I had no competitive uh, sense of. I, I just, you weren't a, you weren't a competitive person yet. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. a competitive person yet, and uh, the thought of just running around shooting my friends in multiplayer did not sound fun to me at all. I didn't see the point in it. But I'm like, okay, I've got four controllers. Like we can do this. Let's just. I was like, fine. Let's just do that to do something. So we load up Ascension, 
we go into the map and I remember it was within a couple minutes and I was just I was I was dominating because I had played the campaign, I'd beaten it mm-hmm. and I knew the controls. I was used to, you know, how the banshee on that map operates and just all that kind of stuff. So even like the grab lift and uh by, by rocket spawn and everything. So like I remember just decimating them. <laughs> and I was like I was like, man, that was that this was feels good. Fun. It was my first like real time, I guess, to be fair, playing multiplayer. Like I don't think I really had a first bad impression of it. It was a good first impression. And the next thing I know, I'm like, is there any way we can do this again? And I'm like, can we get more people involved? Well, I had this ultimate... I don't know if you guys saw it in my Halo Means to Me video, but uh, I had this this ultimate guide to Halo 2, and it had all this multiplayer stuff in it, and I started reading through that like I just hadn't before. Brian, did you ever have that? Like that magazine? No, I never had that particular magazine. Um, for for the record, you know, before Josh goes on, like, it wasn't until, I think it wasn't really until I noticed that that Halo was more popular for its, I, I, anymore I don't know, but I definitely around in its prime, I'd say the multiplayer was more popular than the, the story. Would you agree with that, Josh? I, I mean, like- it was pretty... It was pretty close, but I know the multiplayer was... I mean, MLG was kicking off, and, you know, you had pro stuff, and people doing LAN parties and matchmaking and getting their 50s online. Like, I... Once I... I guess, basically, for me, to make it short... Once no, I started, your time. Once I started to realize that Halo multiplayer was as popular as the story, if not more, I became a little defensive. Because oh, really? for Yeah, because for <laughs> me, for me, it was like... Obviously, you know, this is younger Brian, you know, I, I wasn't too opinionated, but definitely more than now. But for me, younger Brian, I'm thinking I play Halo because Master Chief's awesome. The characters are awesome. The campaign's great. Like the the multiplayer plays such second fiddle to me. So when I saw so many people like I see people like, oh, I bought Halo. I've never played the campaign before. I just play the multiplayer. Oh, that's crazy and, to me. <laughs> and, and pe- people say that all the time, you know, and I'm like. I felt so insulted, and I also felt like, because some people were like, I don't even play the campaign. I just, you know, I don't even care if we get a campaign. I just felt so offended, so, like, I wanted to, like, so I kind of suppressed my enjoyment of multiplayer because it felt like it was attacking something I love. Because I'm like, I buy these games for, like, if, if this didn't have the campaign in the story, I wouldn't buy these games. You know, even even today, if we got a Halo spinoff that was multiplayer only... Maybe for the sake of the show, I'd buy it. But if we weren't doing a podcast, I probably wouldn't buy it. Like, I need some story there. You know what I mean? So, um, so basically, long story short, um, I really enjoyed multiplayer. I thought LAN and matchmaking. I thought when I first heard about, and I'm not going to get ahead. Don't worry, Josh. But when I first oh, heard about the concept, ahead. when I first heard about the concept of Xbox Live and the headsets and everything, I was absolutely floored. It sounded like magic. I just, I wanted yeah. it so bad. So, like as a kid, I. I pushed pretty hard for the multiplayer and everything. Um, but it was always secondary to me to the, to the story. So, um, when Josh talks about, and I talk about it too, I'm not really a big multiplayer guy. I really appreciate the multiplayer. I really love the multiplayer. It's just, um, I, I think there's just a, there's probably a bit of maybe even a bit of like a dormant defensiveness there now that I'm oh, like, yeah. you know, I don't, you know, I don't want, uh, because for instance, like Halo five, you know, most people, what's the, think about it, Josh, what's the most common opinion for Halo five? Oh, I didn't like the campaign. The campaign wasn't very good. But the multi- multiplayer is all right. But though. the multiplayer is great, you know, and like good. Yeah. that's kind of like my worst fear realized, you know, and that, that's that's kind of why Halo 5 probably hurt, hurt so much when it came out because it's like when I got Halo 4, it was like, this is a great story. This is a great campaign. 
But all the multiplayer guys were like, oh, this is bad. Ordnance drops and sprint and all this. This is not what I wanted. And I was kind of just like, well, you know, I got my campaign and that's what really matters. So, you know, I don't I don't care about the multiplayer being so bad. But then we get to Halo 5 and it's the flip side. It's like we've got that great multiplayer, but the campaign's weak. So, um, and if but you're yeah, listening to this in the future, we, then we got Halo Infinite and both were amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, yeah, no. but I'll pass it back over to you, Josh. Basically, no. that's where I'm at. Like, I, I really love and appreciate the multiplayer too. It, honestly, when it comes to playing, if I get an Xbox Live Gold membership, it's to play Halo. Maybe, you know, I would have said it, it would have said back in the day Gears, but even now, like Gears Four and Five, I don't play their multiplayer at all. I I, see, I only buy Gold for Halo. So Halo's yeah, the best. weird. I don't think there's ever gonna be like a renaissance period for me with Gears. Like, I'll play Gears Five and yeah. In, Beat it. I, I've heard great things about the story. I played a lot of Gears 4 multiplayer for a while, but I just don't see me hitting that stride that I that I was back in, you know, the 360 era kind of for Gears. It's a like, combination of things. Uh, Halo, it's not, yeah. Halo, I thought, I honestly thought I was kind of done with. I thought Halo, Halo itself was kind of done, but then after, after 4 and you had that talk with me that one night, at Justin's, I was like, man, I did not know the MCC was coming. I didn't know there was a Halo Five announced already. It's, it's crazy, but uh, really, it's no, probably real a great. It's probably a great thing Halo Five turned out the way it did because I don't know if you, as a fan, Josh, because you're the opposite side of the coin here from me. I don't know if you could have endured another Halo title with the same quality of multiplayer as Four. Yeah, I mean that. I think you're right ultimately, but I feel like at the same time, I still enjoyed playing Halo Four's multiplayer. Yeah, it just felt. It, it was different, obviously, but, like, I think back to some of the stuff they have had. I, I felt like the maps, like, not the big team battle maps, but, like, the Slayer maps were, like, a lot more smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember them. Be, like, I don't feel like those complemented some of the stuff they were trying to do with, like, the thrust and, and the thermal yeah. vision and some of that. Like, but, yeah, no, I was going to ask you before I kind of move back, uh, what was your first multiplayer experience? Do you have a memory of that at all? Well, so, Even technically... Even memorable... Yeah, technically my first, and I've briefly shared it before, technically my first experience it was um, Halo 2 with my brother on coagulation, just getting in Warthogs and fighting each other with Warthogs. Awesome. Just, uh, you know, we would just we would just get in Warthogs and fight each other. Um, and the sad truth is I think back then we did that more often because I was so much better than Creighton, he wouldn't even have fun. I would just kill him over and over and over again. <laughs> and yeah, so we, did you say there was a point where, like, it just, the wheels yeah. turned and... Yeah, there, and then there was a point where Creighton just got a little Creighton just got a little older, and his competitiveness kicked in, and Creighton wipes the floor with me. I mean, that's not even it's not even close. It's like twenty five to four at best for me. Um, so, um, but then I think the real because I didn't have Xbox Live till the three sixty days. So the real, um, and I'll get into this later so that I don't you know uh, get ahead of you. But my first real multiplayer experience where I was like. Holy crap! Halo is next level. Is I is my friend Kyle, uh, Josh's friend Kyle as well, had a uh, birthday party for his fifteenth birthday, and he rent he got uh, all the giant like uh, tables from the local church and set up oh, a bunch of TVs. I love that. And I brought my Xbox and we did Halo Two LAN party. Oh. And uh, this this is if you guys if you guys have been long time listeners from the first episode I mentioned this I I made my character farting Jesus, <laughs> um, so at this at this first land party experience I am I am farting Jesus and another guy at the party was sick him on a chicken or suck a chicken daddy leg <laughs> suck a chicken daddy leg so we're running around you got suck a chicken daddy leg you got farting Jesus it was crazy I'm all you know, smiles right now. 
all those players. And the thing is, we're really kicked in for me is we did capture the flag. And like, I didn't do good on, I didn't do that great, like in kills, but when it was capture the flag, I caught every damn flag. Cause that was just my thing. So, um, then that was when I realized like, wow, this, this multiplayer is really special, really awesome. And then of course, eventually once matchmaking kicked in, like when I first got, once I first, first got Xbox live, I would spend countless hours playing on there. Um, but as time's gone on, I've just, I'm just not, I'm just not a competitive person as you guys know, but back over to you, Josh. Well, man, Brian, guys, is like the perfect complement to how I play when we play objective because Brian will literally just go straight for the flag. And I can I can trust that I, someone on my team is going to push for that so then I can kind of treat it as Slayer and just focus on killing the enemy team, hopefully enabling him to have freedom to move about the map. And it's just we don't even have to talk about it. It's just how Brian yeah. plays. and uh, We don't – you know, objective it doesn't seem to be as popular in Halo 5's multiplayer, I've noticed, but – Man, is it fun to still play? It's fun to still. Yeah, it's it's weird how I fit the role for objective so well because most people when they get killed in Halo, something flares up inside them that says, "I'm unhappy and I need to make sure that doesn't happen again." But for me, I'm like, "Huh, dead." Then I just move on. You know, like like it, it does nothing. Like I don't even get frustrated really. I'm just like, I don't even care. So when I go run for the flag, I may die 38 times in that match, but I captured all three flags in one, so I just don't care. You know. It's. I remember sometimes you would get the flag like super close, do all the legwork, and Justin would like turn it in and then give you crap, being like, oh, "I got the two yeah. flag, you know." <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, I got it, like, Justin. Seventy-five percent of the way there. Exactly. Uh, but no, it was great though. It was great. Uh, man, you said something else earlier about about the multiplayer. If I, I guess if I remember it, I'll I'll touch on it. But uh, yeah, so after following having that first experience uh, in JJ in the basement at JJ's. Um, I think JJ Abrams. Yeah, we'll just say it's JJ Abrams. You gave him some pointers for when he did Force Awakens eventually. And uh, yeah, so we have this. I I think it was within the next week. We ended up having. I don't even know how this happened. Looking back, but we had two TVs outside, and we had literally like back to back. You know, so so it wasn't like side by. These are tube TVs. Yes, these are tube TVs, and we had them back to back, and. So we had, yeah, we had four players again, but I remember just, like I said, I had a lot of, there were a lot of kids around that neighborhood that I used to play basketball with and stuff because the court uh, wasn't too far away. A lot of them were coming up and down the street, passing, just just hanging out like they normally did around the neighborhood. And people were getting sucked into this as we're playing. I remember playing on like Burial Mound specifically and like my friend Paul coming over and is like, what is this? You guys playing Halo? You know, and he wanted in and stuff like that. And then sort of started this rotational swapping of the seats and by at that point i had known that there's 16 players so i'm thinking to myself crap we're gonna need more we're gonna need more xboxes we're gonna need more tvs we're gonna need more controllers like you could tell that uh, as this experience was happening for me that this was something that like i don't think anybody had really experienced before we'd all played video games we'd never done some kind of thing where we're all getting together and like playing with that many people and just the it just 16 players at the time it seems so ambitious and like yeah. a, a a pipe dream you know so did you ever get to do a full when you did that thing at Kyle's was that 16 players i think it one like it was one of those deals where everybody comes over for the party but nobody stays like the like only a certain you get to, like, few couple stayed couple so i think we got a few i think we got a well no i think we got a couple 16 full player games in but by by the time it was like 1 2 in the morning some people had left oh. so it was maybe like 12 Okay. Uh, but yeah, I definitely played uh, like that. And the one thing I want to say is like, there's almost something unsaid about um, 
about these moment, this moment you're talking about. It kind of goes unsaid, but I'm going to say it because I think we all know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to be into to sports and it's really cool to like, you know, pass a ball around or, or play basketball or play football or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, playing sports is, is something that people know is cool, but you can tell when like a group of people are sitting down to play like Halo land or something and there's a couple free controllers left and a person walks by, whether they're at your house or whatever, or you're outside of a midnight launch, a person walks by and they see, whoa, these, these dudes are playing Halo. Like, and there's a, can I sit down and play with you? Like, Mm -hmm. it's this moment of like both the person who isn't playing and those that are already playing, everyone knows what's happening right now is really effing cool. Yeah. And everybody wants to be a part of it, but no one quite acknowledges verbally that it is that cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I hear someone randomly going, this is fun. <laughs> well, like, like, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, me and my bros, you know, we play some b-ball or whatever. We did this. But like with with like land parties, it was almost kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'll join you. Like you just said, like you guys were playing, you know, with the TVs back and back to each other. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh, what are they doing? I, I kind of want to get in on that. Um, and it's just uh, it's just such a cool thing. It, it's just uh, people, well, yeah, I think people like really love fo- that. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, like, you know how you, you see people who gather together to watch football and they get super like when their team's yeah. winning or, or it's a close game and they're yelling at the TV and all that stuff. Well, it's like that's what it is with Halo, except you're act- mm-hmm. actively participating in it. You yeah. Know, you kind of get that physical experience. Yeah, I mean, not physical, if you know what I mean, but like you're you're actively yeah. participating in this as opposed to just being uh, a fly on the wall for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that really. I, I feel like if you if you took halo and plucked it sort of out of its sort of fan community and stuff like that and you put like a lamp party at maybe a convention and and uh, or something like that people are going to walk by and kind of get pulled in if people seem like they're having fun and, and jabbing at one another yeah. and yelling and stuff people are going to want to know what the heck is going on over there i so, can't remember how she says it but in that halo 2 anniversary documentary there's that woman she's like you got so excited yeah, she says something like that. Yeah. It's like you just got so stoked, like you just did, like you know. And they, I know I'm really just copying what it says there, but it's like da 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 da, and you hear the music, yeah. and you see the people playing, and you just get so pumped. It's even now. It's like you know, for the record, guys, that you might have briefly remembered, uh, you know, several months ago we talked about on the podcast that we were about to have our, uh, a land party this year, and we mm-hmm. were all really stoked. And I had a Facebook group for it with a bunch of friends in there, and. People were talking about it. Every now and then I get a message from someone. Oh, I'm so stoked for the party, man. Oh, I can't wait for the party. The party's going to be so dope. And the truth is, like, everyone was really pumped. Like, this is, it's a special thing to us. To People get are willing to, to move aside their schedules. Yeah, they're setting aside their schedule. They're requesting days off work. Goodbye, you know, my and lovely child. Exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, you know. With everything that went down this year, because we didn't want to have so many people in a room, it was right when mm-hmm. that all kicked off, we canceled it. And people were pretty upset about that, but uh, it's just a, it's just a special feeling. I, I mean, there, I'm not saying that it's the only game that can be played LAN, but darn if Halo isn't special. Oh, there's nothing like there's nothing like that. You know, it. <clears throat> I can talk about this part because it's not it's kind of out of context. But there was there was a moment where uh, one of these demo discs I had had a video trailer for the multiplayer in Far Cry Instincts at the time, and I was super excited for that game. And I showed all the guys this. This is probably like several several months into us playing multiplayer hardcore. And everyone's like, dude, that's the next game. That's the next mm-hmm. game. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember Eric and I getting copies of that game. And we went over to this one dude's house. I can't remember his name now. And we set it up. We got two TVs, two Xboxes, and we got all the controllers, and we're all ready to go. There's no split screen. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? And then I was like, well, back to Halo. And rightfully so, because nothing nothing could touch that. Uh, well, but- if you think now that you're saying this, Josh, like if you think about it, no other game exists. No other really high-quality shooter existed in this, this brief time period between local console play like n64 ps1 level right and the xbox live like the only competitive big game that existed in lan only was halo right oh, i was gonna say was it unreal championship or was that more on the wasn't there Un- one on the well, console unreal championship was but it was never big like halo what i'm trying to say is like oh, that's true like well, like call like call of duty became bigger than halo but it was through it was through xbox live it was through matchmaking right. But there was no real competitive no, right. for Halo in the land space. You're there right. Never you, was. Said it, you said it earlier, but like I feel like Halo 2's legacy is more a multiplayer than campaign. I feel like you bought it when it came out to play the campaign, mm-hmm. but the legacy is the multiplayer because yeah. of what followed it. The map pack and the just the success of Xbox Live and, and how MLG sort of became a thing and took off and... Uh, going into yeah. Halo 3, it was like, yeah. man, people are wanting... Uh, Halo 3 was, was very much the 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 pinnacle of like yes we're, we know we're going to get super fun multiplayer on xbox live to play with our friends and we're also going to get the conclusion to this really mm-hmm. cool story yeah so i mean uh, every i feel like the, i feel like most people when they're talking about their favorite games of that trilogy halo 2 is the one for store campaign that gets mentioned the least that's my favorite campaign but usually people say one and three are the best of that trilogy. Like two's. I see one, why you love two though. Like yeah, I, when I yeah. think of Halo Two story, I always think of another day at the beach cutscene because I oh, remember really? watching that way after the fact, and I saw that and I was just it put me in that spear of like, man, I I legitimately want to jump in my TV, live in this world. I love how the characters all talk. I love the music that's there to sort of facilitate this world yeah. and universe, and I love just the aesthetics and graphics. And I was just. It was so much. It was just so much. Oh man, I love. I just love. Halo it. Two I, also I, did a really good. Halo Two did a really good job of just the multiplayer. Naturally, felt like it was in the world that Halo 2's campaign yes. was. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, I think it's because a mixture of just like you could play as elites and you could play as Spartans, and all the levels were very much like using the same kind of designs from the campaign, whether it was the beach side or yeah, when I think back, I think burial mounds is really the only map where I, I would play it. And I would think this feels, this part doesn't feel like it's, you know, taken from any part of the campaign. Oh, really? I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that was supposed to be part of like one of those levels. I think they were going to originally do where it, it took place on a, a moon or something like that. They talked about one of their last levels. It was something like that. And there was all this debris and stuff. And that's why it's kind of like that. But um, anyway, Anyway, yeah. Uh, so after after that, that was kind of a short experience. But it, it that right there, that time at JJ's, that probably like week or two or whatever it JJ was. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. <laughs> yeah, this episode should be when JJ Abrams played Halo. But uh, that could be good. That, that experience for me was was what made me realize, like, hey, I actually really like competing against these guys. Now, granted. To be fair, like this is going to sound vain, but none of them had the same experience I had playing Halo. So I was mopping the floor. So for me, it was releasing all these happy endorphins and, and mm-hmm. triggering these happy neurons of I'm so Meanwhile, great. Meanwhile, other people are getting the opposite where they're yeah. sad well, because you're but, annihilating but, them. 
what's interesting, that's true, but what's interesting is that you noticed people still had fun. And there was like, there was frustration, but it was like, you'd have that, oh, I almost got you next time, you know, or, and it was literally like, what was it, what Evil Otto said in the documentary, he was like, you hate it, but you love it, and you gotta play again. Yeah. Mm. You know, dude, I just wish, mm, you, you're getting me like in all these feels, and I'm like, I wish people would just be more frank about their feelings. You know more what? Frank like Connor about their feelings? More Frank O'Connor about their feelings, because um, I... Getting Halo 2, I'm not going to take this off topic, don't worry. Oh, go ahead. G- getting getting Halo 2 for my birthday is su- surprised as a surprise, you know, I've told the story on here before, is one of the best memories of my entire life. And when I talk to my wife about the best moments of my life, I'm like, I'm like, proposing to you, marrying you, or here, and right underneath is getting Halo 2. Must be that thing with Creighton, you're like, but getting Halo 2 is close. <laughs> exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Halo 2, and that's not me making a joke for you guys. Like, if I look about all these moments, all the moments in my life that were, like, really high moments or moments that were so exciting, like, like getting married to Erica is number one, but right under there is getting Halo 2. And I know that sounds yeah. silly, and I know that makes you sound like, like me sound like, you know, a basement-dwelling no, nerd. <laughs> but it's true, dude, and I'll say it to my, I'll say it to my grave. It's one of the best memories ever, and, and all these memories of LAN parties and playing Halo 2, and like when we get together, hopefully next year or something, if things have calmed down, we do a Halo 2 LAN party. That's gonna be it's gonna be a super. That's gonna be like Christmas to me. That, that it means that much to me, and I'm not afraid to admit it. So no, yeah, dude, I, I love hearing that. That's one of the things that I loved about Brian right away was this guy was like, as I was getting to know him, he's super obsessed. He seemed so unabashed in it. Like he was just, he just wanted to talk about stuff. And his, I think, I think you guys have caught this through how he speaks sometimes, but just through. There, you know, there's a, like I was telling Brian this this morning, but there's a difference between, you know, trying to sort of convince someone of something, but also just trying to just express something you like genuinely like are obsessed about. Mm. And you know, you can be trying to talk to somebody about Halo and who's never played it and get them into it, or you can just talk about why you love Halo and you're discussing the lore and the multiplayer and all this, and people will want to maybe take a peek at it instead because you're just so. Uh, What's the word for it? You're just so convicted, you know, in your love of it. And I, I, just something that's awesome about that, that Brian would convey right away. And I was like, Brian, for me, made it feel, you made it feel cool to say I love that stuff as much as I love, like, all this Man, compliment stuff, King you know? Josh. It was, it was just cool. It was really cool because I was like, man, there's someone else who says this. And I'm like, Brian, right, I just had so much respect for Brian. Still do. I make that sound past tense. I lost it. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was good before the podcast. <laughs> but I uh, I had so much, and I just remember hearing that. And I was like, man, I was like, if, if Brian thinks it's cool, then it's like, yeah, it's cool. So, but. Uh, that's the next shirt. If Brian thinks it's cool, it's, it's cool. cool. <laughs> no, right? that's awful. Right. No, but dude, I, I just I can't I can't uh, I you know I couldn't make I couldn't make this I couldn't fake this passion, guys. I just couldn't. I I have loved this series so much since I got into it that I just it just exudes exudes out of me, and I can't control it. Like people just like Josh said, either people either people are like, whoa, tell me more, and then they really gra- they really gravitate towards my passion, or they're like, will you shut the hell up about yeah. oh my, like Justin said on a long, like a prior podcast, like when we used to be in high school, we'd get on the bus, and I'd be like, do you think Master Chief, do you think Master Chief, Master Chief this, will Master Chief do this, and, and Justin was like, in high school, he would be like, Brian, like, stop, like, I'm embarrassed, like, I don't, it's not cool, it's like, stop, <laughs> stop saying Master Chief, and I'm like, I just don't care, I love yeah, it I so much, how, you, I, I, you see I shared my class ring, you saw that, didn't you? Yeah. 
on Twitter. I like sure my did. class ring, my parents made me get a class ring, and I was, it was like, you got to put your hobby on the side. And I'm like, all the way in the back, back, back of the book, there's like a page of like a random, random hobbies, and one of them's gaming. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to ensure that I never have a girlfriend in high school. But damn if I don't love Halo 3, and it came out this year. Yeah. So I'm getting I'm glad it, you, you were know? yourself on that. That's good. Yeah, I I uh I feel the same way and it's but it's great man. I mean, I, cuz I feel like I when I got to meet Brian, I finally had a, a person to talk to about my nostalgia of Halo. It's so hard cuz like I I get so nostalgic. I I for the long before we did this podcast, I was constantly like circling, I don't want to say circling the drain, but like I was constantly just like circling this nostalgic trip and like I couldn't there there wasn't between Halo 4 and 5 there wasn't a uh, there wasn't too much for me to go off on until Halo 5 was starting to come out because we had MCC and stuff. Yeah. But prior to that, I was just circling around in this nostalgic trip. And, you know, knowing Brian, even a bit prior to, to Halo 4's release and stuff, like, it was cool to talk to him because he was the Halo guy. I knew that, like, I had this Halo friend. And even though Brian's the kind of guy, like, even if there's some aspect of a game or a movie he doesn't like, he's still talk. he can still talk at length about it. So I could really... He really opened my eyes up to a lot of the lore stuff and, and when it came to multiplayer stuff, more so when we got, more so after MCC, I think. But like we really got to, I think me being a part of that really got to help foster a lot of the LAN parties and stuff. And in those times, like I, I still remember you have a video on Facebook, I think. It's very short, but it was like, I think it was Bungie Day and we just got yeah. to play Halo 4, even though that's a three four three game, but it was cool. So, yeah. but uh yeah, so, yeah, like I said, guys, it, it, that was when I realized at J.J. Abrams' place that I was, I was, comp- I had a competitive sense, and I wanted to, like, explore this. I'm like, how can we take this further? I, the pipe dream, the, the goal was to get 16 players, and I thought, I don't really know 16 people, but I'm like, we can make this happen. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen this experience and how people are reacting to this. I want to do this. If, if, if you have all the consoles, people will come, you know, <laughs> if you build it. So... Then I had a friend at school named Kevin, and shout out to Kevin because I don't know if I've ever told him this. If he listens to this, he'll Kevin McAllister. But uh, Kevin McAllister was in one of my my English class, and I remember prior to Halo Two coming out, he was asking me about it, and he asked me his console was sent in for repairs, so he didn't have it to play Halo Two at launch, and he asked me if I could come over and play Halo Two. I didn't want to. I was. I had so much social anxiety at the time. I, I did not want to do it. So I, I didn't. That. I just made up a lie on the spot, and I sat in the comfort of my own room playing Halo Two campaign. I, I remember my. I remember. I was a dick. A, a couple friends showed up to our house when I lived with my parents, and they wanted Crate and my little brother to come out and play. And uh, I, I, I said, "Oh, you know, I went up to Crate and I'm like your friends are at the door." And he's like, "Tell him I went to Grandma's for the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> so I went down there and I said, "He's not here. He went away for to his grandma's. He just didn't want to." Uh, yeah. Social anxiety. I, and I relate so much. Yeah. Yep. But uh, but no. But but then fast forward, you know, and and Kevin was like, I was talking to him about this multiplayer and stuff, and he's like, Hey, you can come over to my house, and I was like, uh, You know, anywhere I could. I just sounded like like an anime character, huh? You know, the, uh, it's over nine thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Kevin tells me that he he's got a brother. So right there, that's. That's three of us at least. And I'm like, okay. So I go over there one day and the three of us play and they're actually pretty good. And I remember his brother Philip was like better than me, if not on the same page. And Kevin was, Kevin was good too, but it was uh, definitely more on the same page. And I, Kevin and I started talking. We, he literally got out this pen and paper and he's like, okay, who can we, who do we know at school that we can, we can get coming over for this kind of mm. thing? And I'm like, 
I'm like, okay, we start listing off all these people. I don't know as many people as him. But he's like, okay, I'm going to go to school on Monday and I'm going to ask all these people. And I'm like, yeah, dude. And at the time, I remember it seeming like one of those things that you just kind of playing with your friends that never you never actually do. Yeah. But I see Kevin again, and he tells me, he's like, Man, I went through this list and this list. It's like nobody, nobody, nobody. And I'm over there this following weekend, and he's like, He's like, well, what about he's like, what about Eric? And I was like, Eric. Now Eric was this guy that I was like, I, Eric's one of my best friends. I love Eric, and he was someone who, Eric Knight. You know, Eric Nyland. He was one of those guys that I knew. <laughs> I love how all these people got fucking Halo names. Uh, except <laughs> McAllister is not a Halo name. No, that's true. That's true. But I was yeah, I was thinking Frank O'Connor earlier too. But anyway, anyway, uh, Eric was someone I knew at school, but he was like that kind of friend that like. You end up becoming good friends with, but there's that period of like, I want to be friends with that person, but I'm also too shy. Yeah. And uh, so he invited Eric and I would talk in class. He invites Eric over. Eric comes over. Eric and I are just just like before we're hitting it right off the bat. And Kevin is in the living room with Philip, and they're 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 on that TV, and then running the system link cord into his bedroom is Eric and I. On that TV, we close the door, and there's this. So I mean, there's this whole distance. You know what I mean? There's it's this separation. It feels surreal. And we do two v two snipers on coagulation, uh, first to hundred. And I remember as Eric and I are playing this, him and I are actually bonding as friends. We're sort of just talking about random stuff in general, video games and movies and, and the like. And we're not really taking it super seriously. And then after a point, we get around fifty kills. And we're starting to get like catch up to them because we were behind for a while. Then we start to realize we're like, holy, holy crap, we're actually pretty close. We can do, we can win this. And then him and I got super serious, super invested, and we ended up winning that. And I would just remember I was like, yes, I'm like got another one because Eric was like super invested. You could, you could just see it, you could feel it. And I remember afterward, Philip was like, yeah, I was, I got kind of bored afterward. And I was like, uh, shut up, Philip. I wasn't really trying. I love <laughs> Philip, by the way. But yeah, I was just like, come on, man. I was like, whatever. We won that. And uh, it, that from there, from there, we ended up getting this one guy over. I, I think, I think his name was also Jordan. Shout out to Jordan Shipley, but. Uh, he came over, and I remember, Brian, you were talking about funny names earlier. I remember he'd never played Halo 2 before, and I'm like, you can just name it whatever you want. He's like, okay. And he names this guy Monquisha Shanene. Whoa. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. an interesting name. Uh, and we played, and it was fun, but it didn't really quite stick. So we kind of we, we went through a couple people trying to, trying to get them and stuff like that, and it didn't quite work. Well, I remember Kevin's mom at this point was like, you know, guys can't keep just coming over every weekend and stuff. And we're like, crap. Now it became a matter of we got to find somewhere to actually host this stuff. Mm-hmm. Kevin's like, oh, we can do it at my grandma's. And I'm like, do you mean like like grandma or grandma's? He's like, grandma's. I got twin grandma's. I was like, whoa. Twin grandma's. Crazy turn. Yeah. It's a, this is a crazy story. It's like, I got, I got twin grandma's. And I'm like, oh, twin, I've never heard of this before. I'm like, okay. So Happy to title of the episode, I Got Twin Grandmas. I Got Twin Grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over this one day. I'm lugging all my equipment. No TVs. We don't have any TVs yet. But we're going over to his grandmas to try to convince them to do it. This is like a – it almost feels like a business meeting. Yeah, yeah. But we're in high school. We go over there, and there's these two twin grandmas. And it's blowing my mind the entire time because I've never – to this day, I've never seen twin 
uh, like t- twin people like, that are elderly. I just I've never <laughs> seen that. I've just never seen it. I've, I've never like, seen twin people that were old. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that. Or so. <laughs> anyway, um, we get there, and I remember the moment I entered, I, I I I could tell just by how things were. You know, it was a very nice house, but I could just tell that like this isn't really going to be a place where you know we can cheer and yell and get rowdy yeah. and we ended up watching a movie there and I remember we're hanging out because we were going to try to sort of like ease into talking to them mm-hmm. about this and the, this doesn't really have anything to do with the halo per se but I just remember that they asked us if we wanted anything to eat and we're like no 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 we're good we're good and so we watched this movie and like 20-30 minutes later they're like one of them pops their heads in and it's just like hot dogs are almost done and I remember I looked at Eric and I was like hot dogs are almost done and he was like I thought we said we didn't want anything, and I was, I was like, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't want to eat hot dogs. He's like, I don't, I don't want to eat hot dogs either. And I remember for some reason, Nate just gets up and he's like, I gotta go. And Nate just books it out. He got super <laughs> paranoid about eating hot dogs because we told him we didn't. <laughs> what do you think they were? Poison dogs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like eat if it takes eating hot dogs to get the twin grandmas to let you do it a little man. We didn't want to do oh, it. Oh, come on. I bet they were the best hot dogs in the world, and God bless their souls. But, man, I just, we got super... Oh, they were Hebrew national. Hebrew national. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big beefy Franks. So, in this, but in this period, and this was something that, you know, I, I don't, it's not a thing nowadays because of Xbox Live, but it was really tough to find not only a place, not only people to play Halo multiplayer with back then, but a place to actually do it because it was just, it required so much setup, so many TVs. And as kids, teenagers, you don't own TVs per se, yeah. you know, and you don't even necessarily own an Xbox. You don't even necessarily own multiple controllers or, or copies of Halo 2. It was a complicated, you know, jumble of a, it was, it was a tangled web to weave. That's, it's funny that's, how that's some of the fun though. Like, even is. though, even though it's a struggle, it's some of the fun. I, I was thinking, and you already, it's funny because I was, you just mentioned Jordan Shipley. Um, I think he can relate to this. Um, something very similar to what you're talking about. Uh, back in the earlier World of Warcraft days, when people wanted to do run dungeons together, like big multi-person dungeons, it was basically like it was you know it was virtual, but it was still kind of like um, land parties because if you wanted to run dungeons in World of Warcraft, you had to go to the dungeon and then search for people in the area, like physically message people in the area and invite them to your party physically. And once you could get, you know, you needed, let's say you need eight people, you had to actually approach and message and find eight people on your own accord in the game and bring them all into a party and then run the dungeon to get it completed. And that, 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 that took a lot of like effort and time to, to orchestrate that. Well, then, you know, a few expansions in, they introduced the, the queue up system. And what that meant is every single player just sat in the hub town, the main town and pressed the queue and just sat there doing nothing waiting for the queue to matchmake all the people together and then teleport them all to the dungeon, which made it a lot easier, but it made it a lot less... Imp- like, it wasn't very personal because it was just the, random. The magic aspect. It took, it took the, yeah, you didn't find... Like, it was cool, like, just finding these people, coming together and conquering a dungeon, but now it was like, you queue up, you don't even know these people, you hardly even talk, you get in, you beat the dungeon, you leave, you re-queue. Yeah. And that's kind of like, that's what's happened today with matchmaking and everything. Like, the, the days of, like, lugging, trying to find a way to get enough copies and, and place to lug TVs together. And, you know, lugging a TV was also really hard when you're a kid and the TV weighs 400 pounds. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, not how it is anymore. Absolutely. So. Yeah. No, yeah, and around this time, too, I, I haven't mentioned, but, 
you know, when I was in between, I, w- I became obsessed with playing Halo multiplayer. I was obsessed with Halo and Halo 2 multiplayer, to be specific. So in the meantime, I have nothing. Like when I'm home from school, uh, when I'm not doing this stuff, when it's not the weekends, what am I doing to to keep this going? Well, I'm actually running through the maps by myself just to memorize certain stuff. You know, I didn't I didn't know trick shots at the time. Didn't have you know internet access still. So I'm doing that. I, I'm reading that guide I have, and I'm playing through the camp. I'm, I'm at this point. I'm trying to. I'm like, I get thinking that if I if I can beat the game on campaign, I will be the most amazing complete Halo yeah. 2 player right. in multiplayer. And uh, then I'm watching the behind-the-scenes DVD uh, constantly on repeat in the background, and it's just... I mean, it was awesome. I look back on that, and I'm like, man, that I do not want to do that again, because it's just running through the maps was just so boring, in a way. Yeah, but I it understand. Was, it was fun the things to, you to do keep... when you're a kid, and you can't afford to do them right, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, that's going on in between all this. So I'm still like obsessed and then school just was not important to me. I have no shame in saying at this point in time, I was, I was definitely going through hard school times in high school. School was never important to me. Yeah. And it never. just, it was like, this was, this was my escapism. And this was a way, you know, you know, in a lot of ways, like I was, I was pretty depressed at the time. And I remember, you know, anyone who's been depressed before knows that sometimes you go through periods of just wanting to shut people off and you just isolate. And that's not good, you know? But when it came to Halo, Halo was like me wanting to get together with people to play this game. That was just where my focus was. So it was pretty cool. So after uh, after that, Nate, who I mentioned earlier, just took off, who was also there at uh, Kevin's grandma's house. Uh, he was like, hey, my mom says we can we can do it at our at my place. And I'm like, <gasps> we didn't even have to eat hot dogs. <laughs> God bless him. I was, so, I, was, I was such a dick back then for that but uh anyway we go over to nate's and nate has this amazing basement that was just so cool it felt like a lair and i remember going down there and this was where the bulk of my multiplayer experience really took off because we didn't per se have a lot of players but we had i had so many experiences of okay it's the weekend i'm calling people on the phone i'm saying do you got a copy of halo 2 do you got do you got the controllers are you bringing the are you bringing a tv blah 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 and you're sort of trying to organize this, and then you're going over, you know, your meet like one of the, your parents are taking you over to their place, or your you know, this parents picking us up, and then but you're going, and, you know, you're just figuring all this stuff out, and it's just you could feel the sense of fun on a Friday. You're just on the cusp of this awesome weekend, yep. and you're gonna stay up all night. You're gonna drink Mountain Dew and eat Doritos, and then you're just gonna you're just gonna go hard what on. What was it about staying up at night? You know, there's something about it. It's like even if you could start at 6 a.m. in the morning and play all day, and then go to sleep at a reasonable time, you wouldn't want to. Like you just yeah. gotta stay up all it's night. It's because it's because if you want to sleep, that meant the day was over. Yeah. You, know, you just didn't want it to end. Yep. You know? And maybe you're yeah, in a groove, and if you go to sleep now, then that groove's going to... You can get up and play at 6 a.m., but that groove is going to be lost. Yep. So, But, uh, yeah, so we go over to Nate's, and, and I remember playing a lot there, and, and we would play... Uh, this. The biggest thing about this was when the map pack came out. This was so huge for my group of friends. This was such a big deal. Again, this I did not get xbox live until 2006 i think it was early 2006 so there was a good there was a good year or two of me playing hardcore multiplayer and going through all this jostling through all these people and and houses and stuff like that and it was a lot of fun i mean it was really cool being down there and and booting up turf for the first time and playing through turfs and then going on game ever done like 
I know expansion packs and so. new maps were a thing and it beforehand, but like were like a disc you put in your console that gave more maps to the the base game. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Such think that unique. Was a thing. It was just another thing that made Halo feel like mythical. Another thing yeah. that made Halo feel like it was bigger than than other games. You know? Absolutely, and they didn't even try to lock you behind the like one copy of the disc. Like I was like, hey man, put it in your disc too, you know, or put it in your Xbox too and stuff. Exactly. And, I mean, it it was amazing booting these up, and I remember Kevin. Kevin one time would get in the Banshee on Ascension. We were like, okay, we're going to load up Ascension. No one get in the Banshee. You know, and then Kevin gets in the damn Banshee, and he's Kevin killing McAllister. us. And we're, we're all like, we're all like, come on, Kevin. And he's like, <laughs> and he's laughing, you know, evilly. And then we go on Zanzibar, and I remember picking up the shotgun, and I got like, I killed him like three times in a row. And I remember he's like, He's in, he's he's in the other side of the room and he's like, okay, that's enough of that shotgun. I was like, oh, it's enough of that banshee, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? You have this banter going back and forth, and it was so much fun. And I remember Nate being pretty good, and Nate would always want Eric on his team, but we'd always rotate, and we'd have all these, you know, we'd be we'd be I'd be out of his bedroom, we'd be playing, and then we'd be in the bedroom. And I remember there was times where we had this sleepover of like Philip and, and this Arthur friend Javier, and it was uh, I think it was Nate's birthday, so we had a bunch of us. This I mean, it's probably six, but it was a lot at the time, and. I remember us trying to sleep after a long night of Halo, and we had one of those round chairs, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm talking about, that you kind of like sink into, yeah. and I remember waking up in the middle of the night, because we're all like laying on the floor next to one another, and I wake up, and I see this black silhouette in the dark of night, and I'm like a bit taken aback, and I'm like, Philip, And I just hear, again, in the dark of night, yeah, and I'm like... Have you been awake this entire time? He's like, "There's nowhere to sleep." I'm like, "Philip, you've just been sitting here in the dark." <laughs> Get it together, Philip. Come yeah. on, bro. It was so funny, but we we would have so much fun uh, doing that stuff. And, and, and the beauty of Halo is is that what also came with that was we would have. I remember we were in Nate's attic one time, and we had this rubber band fight, flipping over tables. You know, there was going to the store and you're picking up 12 packs of like root beer and soda and you're getting the pizzas and everything like that. And his mom was always so sweet. I mean, his parents were great, but I would be the loudest person. I get super rowdy and it was just so much fun doing that. And I remember I felt like at that point in time, I was like, I can do this forever for the rest of my life. I just want to keep yeah. living these weekends over and over. We all had those moments, man. Yeah. Amazing well, stuff. What, do, what was your, outside of the one with Kyle, was it a long period for you before you did the next kind of like lamb party thing? Um, was there a gap in time? Yeah, I feel like the next one was Kyle again for another birthday party. And it was with the 360 and, and, and Halo 3. Oh, really? Yeah, so you because you really had the core land experience with like Halo 2 once. Bef- prior to 3, I think it right. was only the one time. Man, I have some just so much fun memories on these maps. Like I remember, I think I think the first map I actually played, it was either turf or it was containment, and you had containment in that one post that that mm-hmm. picture. Yeah, yeah, it's like a big winter map. And like that map's huge. Dude, it is. That for me was like, like before Valhalla. That for me was like the new coagulation, the new blood gulch. You know, I can see that and it never really took off. I've never seen. Dude, I don't think that's been remade. I but feel I like, really like that map. Um, I don't think it's been remade, but I feel like it's so big that. Really, it feels too big unless you have 16 players. That's fair. That's fair. In I my opinion, like, yeah. even eight, it feels too big. Nah, that's true. That's true. I was about to say eight, and I thought, nah. Yeah. But you know what? This map pack also spawned Sanctuary, you know, which to that's, this day that, is like... That people. is one of my favorite maps. I, I have Staple. To think, 
I think I think it's it's either, it's either that or Lockout's probably my favorite map of Halo Two. You know what, Brian? If you had if you had to guess, there to be a map from Halo Two that's going to be remade for Halo Infinite. Do you feel like Sanctuary is the 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 safe assumption? Well, I mean, there are several maps that get remade over and over and over again. So right. like, that's not even. If you could say Sanctuary, you could say Blood Gulch, you could say Beaver Creek. I mean, these things have got made over a million times. So, uh, well, I know, but let's let's just assume they're going to do some more like Forge maps for multiplayer. Hopefully, no! for for for, uh, for big no! team battle. I mean, so we're going with some more like Slayer Arena oriented maps. Um, I I think. What, what do you want to see? What's one map you want to see remade for Halo Infinite? What's one map that you think they'll actually have in? Like I'll tell you right now, just to just to give you an example, I feel like Sanctuary, why I brought it up, is a, a safe assumption that that would probably get put in. Okay. But something I would love to see is a remake of Terminal. I mean, I would love Terminal. I feel like that one's never getting remade because oh, it's, man, I love it too. I love it too. I think it's it's such a it's such an obscure one. It's not one that gets um, you know, it doesn't get brought up in like tournaments or anything like that a lot. People don't talk about it much, but I love it. I mean, it's just so cool. Um, I think, I think we'll probably, I actually think we'll get Lockout in, in Infinite because Lockout is like the most, it's between, as far as like competitively, I think Lockout's probably the most popular map ever. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. And it was in five. I don't think it's in five at all, is it? I agree. I just, no, it wasn't. But I, I feel like Lockout is the kind of map that like, it only has worked in Halo 2. People didn't like it as much in Halo 3. And I just feel like you're right, but I you're right, but I don't know why. I think it worked in Halo Three. I just don't think people liked it as much. I mean, I don't, I don't know I don't why. Did, yeah, I shouldn't say yeah. it didn't work, but people definitely didn't like it as much. But yeah, yeah. So you I'm had, hoping like, to see a lot of new original maps in Infinite. You know, you know. Oh, me too. I, I, but I, I love one yeah. or two remakes. I mean, like when I we saw that remake of Truth for Halo Five, I was ex- or Midship. Yeah, I was excited. I was so because I, I've always been the kind of. Uh, midship was super popular in mlg mm-hmm. never really liked that map too much yeah truth i love that i like map. truth a lot more in midship i'll, I'll say too. that yeah yeah um it's just hard it's just hard to know what the maps would be like when we don't know what the multiplayer is gonna be like if, if they just do if they just do five like halo five type multiplayer again we can expect the kind of like truth take on old stuff yeah. um, but if they somehow do crazy classic halo then it's gonna be a whole different look yep so yeah that's very true but remember backwash i remember you couldn't play that on the 360 I remember they had to like take it out of matchmaking, and I love oh, that weird. map. Yeah, that was not weird. the most competitive is, type is, of map. Which one is Backwash? Is that the one Backwash that has is the, the super foggy one that has the monitor? The, uh, yeah, that that the, I love the the feeling of that map. I love it too. It's, it's so murky. Yeah, it that's a map I would go in by myself, like you did, and just play yeah. in by myself. Yeah. It reminded me of Guilt uh, Three Four Three Guilty Spark. Yep. The yeah, level except start. that was I think it was Pentient Tangent in in that game. The, okay, the, yeah, the yeah, monitor yeah. from Halo Two, yep. the one the great. Remember, it was has. a different one. It wasn't yeah. for himself, but it yeah. reminds me of the level, is what I mean. Like yeah. just the, the yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. But, uh, I remember it had elongation, and I liked that one. It was one with all the crates. Yeah, that are like it's got the it's got the sort of belt on the crates good. moving. I still liked it, but I always get my my ass kicked on that. Isn't one. it Waterworks the map that everyone hates? That's that's not know. from the I DLC. Like, no, Waterworks was base was base game, but I remember that I really loved it because you could shoot the pillars mm. or the stalactites. Stalactites. Yeah. We always yeah. have that issue. I think it's stalactites. Yeah. But we could shoot them and they would come down. And every once in a blue moon, you would get a kill with it. But I loved that map for big team battle. I just, you know what? I would say sixteen players was not enough for that one. 
Like you could get a lot of stuff going on, but that map felt so big. There were so yeah. many different areas and passages that you could go to mm-hmm. that it was even though it was a big map, it made it a uh, a little bit different. Too. I think I think the problem is you know some of the good maps are so good that when you have a map that just doesn't quite reach that height, it's it's noticeable. You know that's true. I still really liked it though. But you're right. Like some of those big team ones didn't really take off. But like Gemini was probably the one I didn't like out of the entire map pack. I remember Gemini uh, was like, yeah, I guess yeah. I can't get into that one. Relic. Love Relic. That's a great. Relic's amazing. That's a yeah. great one flag. CTF. I was so stoked when they announced they were gonna give that for free for the PC problem. Oh yeah. my god, dude! I was so pumped. I was like, "Are we getting more?" And that's the last one. Man, yeah. I would love to get more because Relic is so good. Well, Cer- certain Affinity made those maps for Halo Two Anniversary, and they said they said it was a lot of work, and they had to cut down. Like apparently, there's supposed to be a lot more in the beginning. And they kept cutting down, cutting down, cutting down, and then. Like after, I pretty sure it was a Max Holbrun was like, it was a lot of work just getting those. It was after he said that they were like, okay, certain Affinity's doing Relic now too, probably because they're like, man, we got to make it up to people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember him saying they were, they decided because they had to narrow it down, they wanted to go with two small maps, two medium sized maps, then two big maps, mm-hmm. excluding yeah. Relic that came yep. after. But yeah, dude, Terminal, I have so many memories of playing one flag CTF guys on that map. I mean, pushing when you're, when you're at the, uh, the one spawn that's got, the warthog and stuff like that and the ghosts and everything and the turrets right above you and you're pushing to try to get to that back of the base where there's the wraith and everything and the train will come out and there's the flag over there and you're trying to get to it i mean that was just some of my most memorable experiences in halo 2 multiplayer was like how do we approach it do we just go straight in the open do we go underneath and try to sneak through do we go through that the garage passage yeah. and stuff and it was just... I, li- I like testing my limits on that train track i just did <laughs> who doesn't because isn't fun. the camo up there i think the camo is up yeah there. and the sword Swords the sword too, too. Yeah. yeah 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 and there's yeah, also I'll... one there's also one spawning point in terminal you can only get by dying there's no way to get there yep Yep. So that was cool too. Yeah. Oh, love it so much. But I remember uh, being like, because I was like an idiot. I was be, you know, being my typical idiot self. I remember spawning in that one spot that you can't get to, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, I'm just gonna stay up here and and shoot down at people. And I go up to the ledge, and someone would snipe me, and I would die. I'm like, wow. That, yeah. uh, or you'd run it. out of ammo. That's the yeah. Or you run yeah, out of ammo. Con to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nate's uh, the experience that Nate's went on for a while, guys. And like I said, that map pack helped like breathe new life into an experience that wasn't quite dying at all, but it was just, it, it gave it just a boost. It, it, it all the more further cemented that like, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep playing this. And, uh, we ended up, then I, I got to know this, uh, friend named Chris and he lived right at the, uh, right across the street from me at the end of the street. I did history. And, uh, I remember going over there and it was great because that's when we really started to get, more players involved i remember paul lived next door to him and and paul and chris and paul's brother steven and it would be eric would come over and me and then jj sometimes his brother brenton and like there was so many of us just rotating in and out and it was super fun because his, his mom was very accommodating we'd get together we'd go i remember one time we went to kmart and we're loading up on food and she's like what do you guys want and i'm thinking in my head i'm like this is so she is so nice yeah you know like this is so there was sweet. just something when your parents were supporting you on that stuff it just felt like the coolest thing ever our guardians really or whatever did. yeah it really did and it it was fun because I remember we would be we would do the most immature things. We'd get we'd be blasting like music like Eiffel sixty five and we would get together on lockout and just, just teabag to the beat. It was just ridiculous yeah. stuff you would do. And I then I remember just, yeah. Paul Paul when he I always I don't know now, but I feel like Paul was probably faking it when he did this, but I remember he would get frustrated. Like you'd be playing multiplayer and you'd kill him and suddenly you'd hear across the room, That's it. 
and he would just rip his system link cord out of the Xbox in the blue screen of connecting would pop up. He grabs his Xbox and he takes off and he goes back across the street home. And it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, at the time you're like, what the heck, Paul? But it, it, looking back, it's just so funny. Yeah, I so, never got like that, but yeah, that yeah. stuff's. I mean, I, I, I won't, I won't go into detail, but there was also the time that Paul, we, I said this before, but we needed a copy of Halo Two. We just needed one more copy of Halo Two for that weekend, and Paul had it. Paul did not want to come over for some reason, and Eric and I go over to his house to try to talk to him, and I, re- <laughs> I remember getting in this long debate with him, and he had this smug look. And it was so funny because he gives us, eventually he concedes, and he gives us his limited edition copy of Halo 2. I get across the street, and I'm like, yes, we got it, finally, like we can get started. I open it up. It's a copy of the Animatrix on DVD. <laughs> I, look up, I, look up, I look up, and there's Paul in the window smiling at me. <laughs> like, like don't the- bother coming back, the door's locked, and I ain't answering. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite memories, and I'm sure some of you guys will probably be able to relate to this a bit. But up until this point, I had never played against anyone who actually had played on Xbox Live. So a couple of the guys have this friend named Seth from school. Seth is a great dude. Love that dude. Very nice, very talented guy. But at the time, I heard so much about him, and it was so positive, and they talked about how good he was at Halo. I remember I was jealous, and I didn't like this. And I thought, I considered myself the offline Halo 2 champion, like I said. So I was like... I'm gonna I'm gonna practice and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to this guy. I'm gonna show him that you don't need Xbox Live. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Boy was I wrong. Seth comes over and and is just mops the floor with all of us. And I was sitting there wondering what am I doing wrong? Like I couldn't see out of my own world, out of my own box, and and understand in the moment what do I need to do to change up my my uh just how my play style. That's how you always and, feel you're like, what what can I do? Yeah, I'm trying to think in the moment. I mean, it's easy. That's one thing that's great about saved films is you can look back and you learn. You actually learn a lot through saved films watching yourself. But in the moment, it's much harder to change course. And and especially if your team's losing and you're losing momentum and it's like it's harder to sometimes get that back on track. But I remember Seth just he was killing everybody, but he was the nicest, sweetest guy. And I remember I was afterward, I was like, I really like that guy. But I was also like, oh, Oh, I want to kill him. So bad. Yeah. Virtually. So. Yeah, <laughs> you said virtually, yeah, and uh, that kind of that kind of brings us sort of to the end thing I wanted to talk about was that you know after the whole course of having all of these experiences, more and more I wanted to get Xbox Live. I wanted to get internet. It seemed like a pipe dream as well. It mm-hmm. seemed like a very far off, impossible thing to get high speed internet. Yep, broadband. You no, know, and and. Xbox Live and and to set that up. I mean, nowadays it's like you don't think about it because you've just been used to it for years. You move to new house. Your parents like this, Josh. My parents like the idea of giving their debit or credit card to a thing called Xbox Live was like giving it to a scam artist. There's no way they were going to do it. Super appreciative of my dad for doing that stuff, but I remember that was a that was definitely a thing setting it up. So because I think you'd even have like a one of those like hidden charges or hidden fees of like a buck or two, and it was nothing. But you're like. At the time, back at then, you're yeah, like, like, what is this? Yep, your parents are like, I ain't getting scammed. Yeah, Well, exactly. you can play offline so, with your little friends. <laughs> so uh, I ended up getting Xbox Live. And around this time, I, I think Chris, no, Chris had gotten it before me about a week or two. And I remember going over to Chris's 
and I have the my very first experience of playing 16 players on terminal and I was floored. It was everything I wanted it to be and so much more. Like I heard people I wasn't I wasn't talking to anyone because I was sitting with Chris playing and Chris had his headset. But I'm hearing people and I'm shooting people and I'm this is like blowing my mind to finally have this experience. I mean, we take it for granted so much nowadays, guys, but like I mean, Brian, was it was your first time playing online multiplayer? Was that kind of weird? Uh, yeah, because it was it was well, basically it was weird how everything kind of came together at once. Because when I had an original Xbox, we had DSL internet, which was like it ran through your you had ran through your phone line. It was not broadband, and um, so not only did we not have the proper internet, but my parents, like I said, they would not buy Xbox Live. Well, when I got my 360, mm-hmm. like I'd already given up on the dream of Xbox Live. But when I get my 360, by the time we get the 360, we have MediaCom broadband. Like it just Enough. Another year or two had went by, and it was natural to have MediaCom now. And we had MediaCom, and I get my 360, and I make my account. And it's like, enjoy your free month of gold for creating a new account. And I'm like, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, so wait a minute. I have the proper, free? I have the proper internet, and it gave me a free month of gold. I'm in. And then I'm like, can I just really do this? Can I really do this? So I put, I put Halo 2 in. And I get online. And I'm like, oh my. And, and the 360 came with the headset. So I'm like. And I got the headset because the when you bought the original Xbox, you usually had to go buy the headset separately, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I am set to go. And you get on there and you start playing. And, like, even then, that, that for me was, like, that was 2007, which sounds crazy to you guys because that's Halo 3 time. But even then, it was mostly people just being happy that they could get together to play. And that's what early days of online looked like. There was no one talking about doing vile things to your mother. People were just excited they had a way. I think that was still there. <laughs> well, it was there, but it wasn't like it might be like, oh, I played for a week and I heard it once or twice. Now it's like yeah. you're gonna hear it in one play session. You know, people were just excited they could they had the tools to get together. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it was oh, it was yeah. very magical experience. And I played Halo Two online a lot before Halo Three came out, and um, it was just uh, it's one of those things. Yeah, the newness of it was so special but nowadays you just take it for granted i mean yeah nowadays i'm like i want to stay in party chat which i think most of us do but yeah it, ki- it killed it killed the, an aspect of, of, of the online gaming experience but it also it created did. a new good one and it absolutely did as well so yeah i remember it just feeling so unique to i mean even outside of halo even if it was a completely different game it was just unique to be sitting like by yourself or with a friend in a room and there's no other person in that room yet. You're hearing all these different voices in your ear, and you're you're shooting one another. And you're, you're you know, and all the trash talk that that came with it. And like, I finally I finally got to see you know as as silly as it might sound, guys. I finally got to see the menus of like going into these multiplayer screens. Yeah, it's like, like a new. It's like oh, this is hidden in my game. I never knew. Yeah, yeah. you'd hear that like do 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 do, and you see like the the matchmaking, the one two three thing. I think it had, and you had the, the everyone's names and their levels. And I'm like, what is this? And I remember when you would see a big level. Even that first time, I really got to play it. I'm like, I'm kind of intimidated, and I'm like, holy crap! I'm like, there is so much to this. It's not well, just dude, like I don't know if you remember a map and going in. There was commercials on TV for Xbox Live, and they like were, and this is when Xbox oh, yeah. Live was Dark new. Master. And the ex- the commercials were advertising how like this guy's sitting on his couch playing a game with a guy from another country. And I remember saying 
that to my mom and my mom and me being like, that is insane. How, how do they even make that possible? This guy's, this guy's in Europe and you're in America and you're playing together at the same time. That was actually a mind blowing concept. Now in our discord, we have some people from other countries and we just talk to them and it's, it doesn't even cross our minds that that's weird. It's like, Oh, of course you're from another country. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know, uh, just, we just live in a different time now. And it, it's kind of weird how, you know, you look back at like all those future movies and what they thought the future would look like. And it's like, I remember there was, I think it was a Jimmy Kimmel skit or something where like the doc and, uh, what's his name? Marty McFly. They showed up in the DeLorean on the Jimmy Kimmel show and, and they're like, and, and, and the doc's like, great Scott, what year is it? And Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, it's 20, I think it was like 2016 or something at the time. And he's like, he's like, do we have, do we have the, uh, you guys have the flying cars yet? And Jimmy Kimmel's like, no, no, actually we just, uh. We just browse our phones while we shit now. Like, and then and the doc's like, this is what became of the future? Like, they're idiots. And it's true. Like, we don't have flying cars. Like, we just watch videos while we poop now. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, though. That I remember that being a thing even in 2000. Everyone was like, at the turn of the millennium, we're going to have flying cars. We're going to live on the moon it We're shows go, how our brain just doesn't think very deeply it's just like well, to be fair cars, more, but elevated you know you know in, in a sense though it's kind of cool that people were so ambitious and they you know that we thought all this stuff was going to happen we wanted it in a sense that what the internet has done and, and brought people together is far more ambitious than than flying cars you know well, actually truth truth be told if if it was our prerogative we could the whole country could have flying cars right now we, we could live that way it, the technology is there it just doesn't make any feasible sense I won't even pretend to know, but I will take your word for it on that. But, uh, man, I was going to say, you you made me think of something great, and I'm forgetting it now. Damn. But, yeah, it was it was an amazing experience to get to do that stuff. I, I, I didn't I, – I remember going home, and I was like, I did not want to leave Chris's house. Yeah. I, did, I was don't like, want I to have to have it now. You get home, it's very sorrowful. I, it I, is. I remember that. Let me ask you this question, Josh. I got this question for you. I think I know your answer. But if you could choose between, you know, matchmaking – as it is, or you could give up matchmaking, but every time you wanted to play multiplayer, you got to have everyone in the room for a LAN, a full party LAN. Which would you choose? There's no wrong like, answer. Like LAN or online, basically? Basically, yeah. You could give up matchmaking, and instead, every time you wanted to play multiplayer, everyone would play was in the room over LAN. I'm going to go with LAN. That's what I would do. You know, as fun as matchmaking is, as ma- I mean, I don't even, it's not even really a question to Yeah. Me. Like it's it's, I feel like most people would answer that too because when you're when you're in a room with people, at least through my own personal experiences, even if I didn't know those people, not a whole lot of trash, not a whole lot of you genuine, make friends. angry, passive aggressive trash talkers. So you make friends, and that's always been my experience. Whereas online is the trash talking, and I like the trash talking, I do, but I I need that to be balanced out by the good times and they're the really like, you know, like I, I put it this way. If if I go if Brian and I go to a LAN party, it's something we'd probably want to take a group picture of to commemorate the event. Whereas you play with people online and you guys are trash talking one another and you wanna maybe maybe sometimes in the past you maybe wanted to beat the crap out of somebody, you know, because and then when of you that. and then you when don't you leave the that. match an eight year old sends you a friend request and you're like, I wish I was doing LAN. <laughs> if I oh, if, man. if I was if Josh and I were rich like we had millions and we were doing this podcast I honest to God I would get a warehouse and I'd make a giant multi land setup of like four four areas all sixteen players so you'd have a total of what is that uh, uh, sixty four players I'd set it up and I would invite all of yeah. our Discord people out 
I'd pay for their trip to just for a whole like week end or week stay of just nonstop this warehouse full of land and pizza and soda and snacks and just like, like freaking hammocks and bunk beds to sleep in. And we would just we would just go all out and we'd it'd be all expenses paid. And it would be amazing. And it'd be like, you know, that'd just be something we did for Sacred Icon Halo. And of course we had a big Sacred Icon Halo banners all over the, the place. And like we'd have like a rug that said Sacred Icon Halo, keep it sacred. Man, just I gotta I gotta win the lottery, but I don't play, so I would want like some gates almost like Jurassic Park. Yeah, welcome. Like, Halo gates. Right. Called the I just pictured gates. I pictured John <laughs> doing like the Sam Neill taking his glasses off like shocked instead of seeing like a yeah or, or like Tom Jurassic doing the uh um Tom Jurassic's laying there with his like shirt half off like uh <laughs> what's his with uh what's what because, like um uh, Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum you know yeah. Oh when he's got to just Yeah that's just that's Tom Jurassic it. he's uh, like well yeah. there it is Halo Land 64 players <laughs> uh, uh, he's, what, what, what is that line he's like the pirates don't eat the, the guests John oh man I love that line still want to watch butchering it, it but it, man yeah. I love that yeah every time every time Sam Neill sees those dinosaurs and he's like they're moving in herds they do move in <laughs> it's herds it's beautiful <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, no, I think uh, I think we'll probably talk here in a moment about the legacy of, of just land parties and all that time before uh we a lot of us really got to experience Xbox Live, but before I get into that, something I need to mention too is that Red vs. Blue was another huge factor in what really helped me stay in the Halo mood when I didn't have internet access. And I wasn't someone who was hardcore into that stuff, but that was something that all my friends still talked about because it was just another facet of Halo. And it was just really it was such a cool time. I remember I, I think back now and I think back to you know, I look at when Halo 3 was coming out and everyone had internet and you had the promotional campaign you had. You had all these videos. We we didn't have that kind of access when Halo 2 was coming out. We didn't have that kind of just instant access to all this stuff. Because if you remember, guys, back in the 360, it was like a thing to download trailers. You could download trailers, you know? And it was, you know, you'd watch them and people would keep them on their hard drive. That's not a thing now. But on, on back in Halo 2 days, that Even wasn't though it wasn't a thing. a thing, I did it for Halo yeah. 4. I downloaded them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fair. I, I probably yeah. would have done it had I been immersed. But uh, but for Halo Two, you know, I didn't. You were having to still scrounge. You know, it was like caveman times. So, you know, there there was just a lot there. It was it was so much fun. And I, basically, the thing it's 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 bittersweet because I told Brian about this, but it, it, the moment Chris got Xbox Live and I got it shortly after, everyone got Xbox Live. The and old way was gone. That sounds great. Yeah. But the old way was gone because we never got together again for a LAN party. Never. Never got together again. We were all... This was such a new, cool experience. It was like the evolution of LAN parties for us. We just never got together. We didn't have a reason to. We're like, dude, I don't even have to bring my TV over or my Xbox. I can just hop on. Hey, I'll be on in five minutes. Uh, you know, I can hang in my underwear. I can hang out butt booty naked and play Xbox. No more negotiating like, you know, with hot dog twin grandmas. <laughs> God. oh man that's that's the episode hot dog, dog twin grandmas. grandmas yikes yeah but <laughs> always looking for that title anyway yeah yeah anyway uh yeah it was it was beautiful in a way to to get to experience that guys because i remember 
coming out of my shell and i remember doing like rumble pits by myself with people that i didn't know and just talking to them as i'm as i'm as we're shooting one another and it was fun and then the trash talking came and i was so stubborn i had to win every battle and i had i, I would stay in those post-game lobbies that didn't kick you out i would stay in there for like an hour sometimes trash talking somebody back and forth it was great and it was fun and i loved it and i i miss that stuff sometimes but i mean i know it's i know it's better to not have that i i prefer 100 the sense of togetherness but like like if we're if it's funny the sacred icon halo community is hey hold that thought don't forget if the community is all playing together i'm gonna i want more of the sense yeah. of togetherness with a little that bit is of you know, teasing it's and stuff togetherness when it's with friends yeah yeah, but I, I but I, I do enjoy the trash talking against people I don't know. I would say I never trash talked. I just did. I played stupid to to piss people off. I'd be like, "What is? How do you throw a grenade?" And then I would just like, or like I guy that's like, oh, I run into no. the wall and just keep running in place and being like, "Where's the flag?" And just oh. just stuff to just irritate people. We haven't even talked about that, but man, people would stand by one another. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, I mean, just board. like you, you'd be, you'd see someone running into yeah. a wall and suddenly you're like, Oh no, here it goes. A blue screen pops up connecting, please wait. And, ugh. but you know, it, it was the pro was that, you know, we didn't have to go to one another's house anymore. It wasn't, we could get the same amount of friends we would normally getting to do a land party. But then we had all these people from across the world filling up the spots. Like, I remember uh, one of the last things we did before we got to Xbox Live was doing zombies on foundation. I know there's a lot of like different types of modes that people came up with that to this day are, are very popular in the community to play. But I never really did a lot of those. I did zombies and that was f- super fun. But, you know, we were still missing that 16 player experience to really get to enjoy the the, the maximum yeah. fun, if you will. So playing that on Xbox Live was really beautiful. It was really fun and amazing, and and I got to meet so many new people and new faces, and you know obviously the ranking it goes without saying became a big talking point between friends and and stuff. And you'd have friends lie that oh I was a forty, I just got knocked down, I lost yeah. a couple matches and got yeah. standby, you know. And it's like shut up, you're you're just a twenty four, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it was it was fun. My highest level I think was a thirty two, and I just I couldn't I couldn't keep up with everyone that was at that level at the time. But it was it was amazing. And but on the you know the con was that yeah we didn't hang out anymore after that, and a magic was lost, and it wasn't something we saw in the moment. It was only in hindsight because you know fast forward to when Brian and I. Uh, got to do several land parties over the past couple of years. That magic is there, and I'm like, I wanna, I want us all to live together and experience yeah. this day like Groundhog Day over See, that's, and over. That's what I. For Halo that's what I, that's one of one of my favorite compliments we ever got, and I'm I'm gonna paraphrase because I'm not gonna probably say his words right, but like when Josh and I started Sacred Icon Halo, like the basic goal was like to be to be enthusiastic, nostalgic, and be positive, like. You know, not not gloss over negative, like not gloss over negativity and pretend it doesn't exist, but like fix, acknowledge yeah, it, but focus, focus on, on the positive and like how we're enthusiastic about it. But but like uh, John didn't put it in a in a different way that kind of also encapsulated what we're doing, and we didn't really think of it. It's like John and like said basically that like being a part of Sacred Icon Halo reminds him of like those older. I don't know, high school days or whatever, where everyone was on into Halo. Halo was cool. People talked about Halo. People did Halo parties like. That's what Sacred Icon Halo kind of feels like now. It's just people just getting together and being enthusiastic about it. And it doesn't matter if you're if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, if you have kids, if you're married, if you're not. You know, everybody just talks about it, like at least in the Discord and and, and on our Twitter and stuff. We just talk about it like it's 
it's still as cool as it was when we were teenagers because to us it is. Yeah, it was so inspiring to yeah. be honest because I, I thought to myself too, I was like, that's that's really cool that we could convey that because it's it's easy to get trapped in like a vortex of nostalgia and that's all you talk about. But there's so much new stuff with Halo. It's like there's, <laughs> pun intended, infinite possibilities to talk about. You know, I mean, it's, it's just cool. And, and a lot of times we talk about what's coming ahead because it's so close. But Dude, I was just another thing. You know, I, I'm I, sorry, I, I don't want to forget. Ahead. You go ahead though, Josh. I was right, gonna say, right. go ahead. Some I was gonna say that uh, I, I really hope for all of you guys listening. I hope, I hope personally, things don't change too much when Infinite comes out. You know, we 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 want Infinite news desperately. Josh and I do too. But I just think I've had such a great time uh, leading up to Infinite. It's another it's another one of those stories. You know, Josh and I tell the story of like waiting for Halo Three, waiting for MCC, waiting for Halo Five. Like waiting for Infinite is another one of those stories. You know, like creating Sacred Icon Halo and talking and, and anticipating this game. And you know, once we hit July and all that information rolls out, like there'll be some change for sure. Like we'll have real information to talk about. We'll know more about the game. We'll get to there'll be less speculation and more concrete facts, which we're all looking forward to. But like, I don't know. I hope we can just be frank and honest and, and just talk about yeah. the, you know our nostalgia and our emotions and the thing we love about Halo and and do them positively and not. I don't want. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want information to come out and us to get too caught up on, you know, knee-jerk knee reactions and like, oh man, what they did with. Uh, you know Kelly's armor, or what they did with Master. Like Master Chief would never say that, or 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 the multiplayer. Like I can't believe, you know, you can throw two grenades at once now. That kind of ruins the game for me. Like obviously it's okay to express that, and we're gonna express that. We're gonna say those things too. There's gonna be things Josh doesn't like. There's gonna be things I don't like. There's gonna be disagreements just between the two of us. But you know, ultimately, man, like I still want for me the the Halo universe, the Halo community. Um, talking about this passionately, it for all intents and purposes, it should be the same after Infinite is revealed and after Infinite is out. Like this is, this is who we are as Halo fans and as people, regardless of Infinite being out or not. So I just hope that things are still good. Yeah. You know, things are still cool. So. It's cool. We're on the cusp of a new Halo era, and 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 even to, in regards to the matchmaking aspect, I mean, we never, I've never had a Halo Five LAN party. Because of yeah, the, yeah. Those, the lack, that's going to be that's why our, our question coming up is going to be good when we get there. Yeah, yeah and, and they they've confirmed that Halo Infinite is going to have split screen, and, and I mean, I think that's that's going to make it so much more enjoyable because this whole era of Halo Five that we're still sort of in, you know, we, the multiplayer is fun; most people enjoy it, but we can't have that offline experience with that. I don't have any nostalgia attached to that aspect. I love Halo 5's multiplayer. It's my favorite. But to have that, that would be... Halo Infinite. That'd have to be 16 Xboxes and 16 TVs. It's 16 TVs. And even, even if we had all that in our friend group, we don't really want to bring all of that to make it happen. It just seems like so much yeah, more Why work? not just play yeah. at that point? You know? and, uh, exactly. And because that's where all this nostalgia is too. But... With Halo Infinite, it's going to be different, you know, and I I think even like, even in, I feel like the community, I, I think it's going to be good. I know what you're saying, though. Like, I, I you don't want to see people in general because there's there going to be a be tonal shift on Twitter for sure. Exactly. Because, yeah, because uh, you're going to see a lot of negativity, a lot of knee jerk reactions. And but you'll also see the positive side and people being super excited for this stuff. But, you know, it's just it's a, it's a new era. And I'm on the multiplayer side, just since we're talking about that stuff, guys, I am. 
so excited to see what they do. I, I really, you know, I always, I've said before, I really want a progression of Halo 5's multiplayer, but man, if they find a way to go back uh, and, and give us like classic Halo, but in a way that feels modernized, like absolutely, sure. Like I, I just, I'm so excited to just have a new Halo to play multiplayer in and, and play with my friends and have, no knowing that I get to play this game, not just online now, but in LAN parties, that makes me so much more excited. Yep. I mean, it's just cool. It's I don't think there's going to be a part of me for the first couple years, to be honest. When I do LAN parties with Brian, there's not going to be a part of me that says, hey, let's boot up MCC. I'm going to say, no, let's play. Let's do this LAN party wanting to play yeah, only Yeah, because we can now. I'm not going to want to play. We've done, we've done MCC. I did it when in high school. I've done it. I've, I've had its time. You know, It's had its uh, yep. renaissance, and it's always still going to be there. But I'm ready to experience this new thing in that way. I want to get the offline experience with the new Halo game. And I haven't had that technically since really high yeah. school. You and know? on the on the so flip I, side, I Josh, I'm I'm I am i am not saying this sarcastically, I'm saying this truthfully. I'm looking forward to the the uprising of Halo Five nostalgia that will come from Infinite being out. I know. Because I already feel a bit yeah. nostalgic for it, but it's not we're not gonna it's not really gonna sink in yeah. until there's gonna be a, a rise in, in nostalgia. Like there's gonna be people who, you know, appreciate five more or That's the name of the episode. The rise, rise, of rise of nostalgia. Dude, that's it. I think that's the best one so far. Uh less yeah. silly but more hits in the feels, you know? Yeah. Um it hits me right there. Also, most likely yeah, to satisfy more than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I still love, I love it too. I love it more than Josh does, like but you know. Yeah, he does. But yeah, it's just funny. Uh, where was my fortune with Anakin? Anyway, anyway, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it in regards to that. We're gonna move into uh, Q and A here in a bit. But uh, Brian, what, what do you think when you look back on on Halo's multiplayer legacy? Like in terms of like, I'd say, I'd say pretty much right around before. I'd say in those early days of Halo 3 and then looking back, you know, all the way to Halo 1. Like, I mean, what is that What is that for you? You know, someone who prioritizes campaign more, it's not as big of a deal for you. But, I mean, is that something you really think back on and you have a lot of nostalgia for? I, Yes, multiplayer. multiplayer, I do have a lot of nostalgia for it. I think no matter what direction Halo goes in from here on out, multiplayer-wise, Halo as a franchise has already earned more credit for its multiplayer than any franchise could ever hope to achieve. I mean, I think it's already, I mean, you got to talk, let's be real here, guys. It shot for the freaking stars and it went out of the galaxy and into a new one. That's what it did in the beginning. It went from, it went from you're playing GoldenEye at 10 frames a second on your N64 with four controllers to dual thumbstick um, land party, 16 player, smooth frames, good, exciting multiplayer, um, all the way up to Nash, you know, uh, uh, not just nationwide, uh, worldwide, um, online play with a virtual couch that we've talked about. Max Hoberman came up with the idea for that was then implemented to other games. We, we owe Halo, we owe, um, console shooters being proven to Halo. We owe, um, the the land land party system we owe the the virtual couch co-op matchmaking that's all owed to Halo and Halo pretty much had an un untested or not untested unscathed um, leadership in in the industry as far as multiplayer goes all the way through Halo three it was untouched through Halo three 
Um, Call of Duty came in afterwards. Uh, and then even after Call of Duty came in afterwards, Reach still uh, it clung very close to the top. It, it was still behind Call of Duty, but... You know, it stood up there, you know, but Reach was kind of a little bit of a downfall. And as we talked about before, 4 was a little bit of a downfall. And then even though 5 had great multiplayer, you know, enough time had passed on and enough new gamers that came into the mix that Halo's time in the limelight was out. But, you know, I think that even that even transcends into just 343 as a studio. Looking at a franchise here that revolutionized the entire gaming industry. That probably sounds like a huge fanboy thing to say, but I mean, the, the, the proof's there. The proof's really there. It's true. It, it revolutionized true. the gaming industry. I mean, Xbox, Microsoft as a console competitor would not even be here without the game. So, you know, they just, they, it hit so high so early that you can, you can hope that it'll achieve that again. But, you know, I don't think it's, uh, you know, to be corny and kind of a take from Game of Thrones, like, you know, Daenerys was like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel, you know. That's pretty much what Halo would have to do at this point to ever, ever make the kind of stand that it did early on. It would have to break the wheel. It would have to do something completely. It can't just be a new mode online or something. It can't just be in VR. It would have to do something literally no one's thought of to ever compare to what it did in the beginning. So Halo's multiplayer legacy is the best kind of legacy you could hope for. I mean, you just could not ask for more as a franchise. Hey, you know what's crazy, Brian? Is I think, I think these. Uh, well said, by the way. But I, it's like we're living. You know, you know that line in the office. I wish there was a way to. No, I love the line. Know that you're in the good times before yep. you've left them, and it's bittersweet. But like, obviously, we're gonna go into some in this awesome new experience with Halo Infinite. But in a way, this whole era of Halo Five is almost over, and we're in this moment. We're living it now. The community, all of us, uh, via via Twitter, Discord, the podcast, everything. We're living it right now, and we're just kind of on the the back end of it, and it's just it's kind of amazing. I'm, I'm really well, and like you really said, grateful Josh, for that. And like I, I you really... just said, like we we should be aware of like you know people like to you know make fun that like this is the bad times because we haven't seen Infinite in so long, and and we'll be but we're gonna be subject for like, just like you like, said. This, too. These are the good times too. Like there's gonna be you know remember when the whole you know remember when the whole community was looking forward to Infinite? We had no information. Remember when? You know, remember when we we did this stuff on Twitter? We did this stuff on the podcast. Like we played Halo Five together. We did MCC stuff. Like you know, these times it's coming to an end. We're at the end of a Halo era here. So, and if anything, this just proves that you know you don't need a current Halo game out to be relevant to to want to be together in the Halo community and talk and and play together and share together and make content together. Like you don't need that. But it's going to be all the more fun now having a Halo game to play. So, you know, for me with with Halo's legacy in regards to multiplayer, I mean, that whether I have been in some rough spots in my life or I have been just, you know, having smooth sailing, you know, and and coasting along and and, and just doing new things, Halo has always been there, and it's always been a part of my experiences with my group of friends, whether they're people I knew in high school whether they're people I know now, whether they're people I'm going to know. That's just always been a huge part of my social experience. I don't want to, I don't drink. I don't smoke, guys. Uh, I don't Josh go a to a whole boy. lot of bars. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Thank you. I am a good boy. 
And uh, I, I don't go to parties or, or bars per se. Got nothing against people that do that stuff, but it's not my thing. My my social experiences, uh, my interests with social stuff, it's just with Halo. With, ha- with Halo, with getting together, playing video games with your friends, with Star Wars, you know, all that kind of stuff. But with Halo, it was something we always got to actively do together. And, and I've never had that with any other game. There was a while where I think a lot of people, including myself, tried to find the next thing, but it turned out there was no next thing. There was just more Halo. And I love it for that, and I love it for all the friends I've made along the way. And if it wasn't for Max and all those people on that team that made Halo 2... I mean, Halo 1, to be fair, deserves its credit with that. But in terms of the matchmaking that came with the online experience and how that revolutionized the way we play multiplayer today, I just I think we'd be having an entirely it's different just not, conversation. And I could It's not every day a game comes around and changes your life. And that, that might sound so, like, hyperbolic, but, like, we're on. We're doing a Halo podcast right now. I mean, we're freaking. Jo- you're 31, Josh. I always get that wrong. Josh is 31. I'm almost 28. You know, these are games we experienced as kids. Here we are, this later, much later in life, and we are still so enthusiastic about this universe. We have a freaking podcast about it. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's a special. It's a very special thing. You know, it's not just a game. <laughs> yeah, that made me. Brian and I talked about this this morning, literally, and I said to him, you know. Before we had this podcast, you know, Brian living in West Virginia and stuff now, the only way anytime my nostalgia would kick up for Halo, the only way I could really experience that was to either watch the stuff on YouTube or I would listen to like the music at work, you know, because I'm sure you guys have been in the position of sometimes wanting to talk about Halo and maybe there's nobody in your actual physical friend group, you know, or no one in your family that wants to talk about it because it's not relevant. You know, they'd be more inclined to talk about a current movie that's out in theaters or something to that effect. But talking about something that you experienced in 2004, you know, it's 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 not relevant. It's so far past relevant and, and people aren't going to want to talk about that. How do you find that niche of people to, to talk about that with? And getting to do this has been amazing because Brian and I wanted to do it. We, I remember at the time we were like, you know, we don't care if we just have five people listening. Yeah. We were like, it's just be cool to do. It's a way for Brian and I to stay together with because of Halo and talk about this stuff that we love because Brian and I just love going back and forth with one another about Halo. But then now we we know all the people we know, all you great people, and I don't know. It's just kind of amazing. Yep. Makes this, me a little yeah, it does. It, it goes it goes in my list, you know, like my my Halo list. Like I look back and I'm like, oh, I remember when I first I first first played Halo. I remember when I first had a LAN party. I remember when I first did matchmaking. I remember Halo 3's Midnight Launch. I remember when Josh and I first talked about it. Like, you go through that list, that timeline. Now I'm like, another huge staple of Halo in my life is when we started Sacred Icon Halo, when we met all these cool people, yeah. you know, that are a part of the community, I, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I think just to summarize what I have to say about this entire uh, story is, you know, what you said earlier about, uh, you know, Jonan's quote. And uh, I remember seeing this video once that reminds me of that. And it was this video of this person running around on maps in multiplayer. It was, it was very well edited, but he runs around and, like, he would get up to a part, like a cliff on coagulation. And suddenly he'd see Spartan characters running around and you'd hear, pat, like, dialogue of him and his friends talking. And then they would just fade as if ghosts. And it was all these memories that you have of doing something on certain maps with your friends or with, with people online and stuff that sticks out. And if you remember it, that's usually because it means something to you. And 
you know, it, a lot of time. I think for the longest time before this podcast, I was sad because it just felt like that was all in the past. I didn't feel like I was, you know, multiplayer was still a thing. There was going to be more Halos, and I was going to get to have those experiences online. But the offline stuff just was kind of dead in the water. And, you know, it, it you know, uh, there wasn't too, too many people aside from, from Brian and a few others of my friends that you could really have those conversations with and, and people not think you're crazy or you're ridiculous because that's where your a lot of your sense of priority is or sense of interest or obsession is. But now, you know, knowing the community we have and, and moving forward into this new game and, and plus just the fact that Brian has land parties, you know, that's something... I feel like for all of us, I feel like collectively, we're not going to have those. It's not in the past anymore, you know, and it makes me really, yeah. really happy. Like it's it's moving forward. We're going to have that stuff. And and I think that's why John and really worded it the way he did was because it really does in a lot of ways feel like moving forward into this new game. We're going to be going into it full speed ahead with not just our own self-interests, but a c- collective obsession and excitement for this to play this together and to talk about it together and i can't it sounds it sounds cheesy and it sounds so uh, disingenuine but i mean it wholeheartedly when i say i cannot wait to create new experiences with people yeah in the multiplayer i mean that's that's just part of that's just part of halo it's in halo's dna you know friends community creating new experiences i mean that's that's i think that's why split screen was such a big hit for or such a big hit in the chest for people you know, because that was something that people did with their kids, their spouses, their friends. You know, even for like you and me at the time, it didn't hit us too big. But um, it's just all these memories we have of like land and stuff that was because of split screen. Um, but yep. yeah, it, it's just I I can't wait. Uh, it, it's it's cool that we can be in 2020 looking forward to a new Halo game. I, I I'm glad that we're in the year of it. I can honestly say. Yeah, I can honestly say, regardless, I don't think July is going to change this whatsoever, but I feel like this is the most excited I've been for Halo. I thought Halo MCC and, and Halo 5 was a thing for me, but, dude, it's just on a whole other level. I mean, even the past, like, two years, I got to meet Kyle, who I heard about for so long, got to go to his place and have a LAN party. I got to meet, you know, like, Adam from your family. I got to meet so many people, and... uh Taking all the land party stuff forward, knowing we have the community that we have, knowing that Halo Infinite is supposed to have split screen again, man, I can't wait. I feel like there's so much of this game could miss the mark, but I'm still. That's how love I feel it. too. You know, I, I'm so open minded yep. to whatever they do. It's not. It's game. not like a. You know. So, you know, some someone real negative out there might be like, "Oh, you guys are just going to eat up whatever's thrown out." Well, that's not how I would put it. I, you know, I, I'm still going to be able to have my my critiques and my complaints, but people forget that it's fun to it's be excited. It's just fun, yeah. It's, it's okay fun. to be excited. When we were kids, that's why we liked that stuff. We we didn't think about the the uh, analytical yeah. aspects of it. If we enjoyed it, it was. Fun. And we're going to look as and hard as we can okay to, to find all the fun entertainment we can on Infinite. We're not going to. I'm sure we'll do an episode someday, guys. Just completely expressing our dissatisfaction at MCC's launch, and you can just hear us be super negative for like an hour and a half. But like. Realistically, we don't like to talk about that stuff because we've spent years doing that. Let's talk about the stuff we love. We hate it. If we hate something, we hate it because we really overall love it. And I just want to focus on that. Yep. Brian, too. We're definitely. So, Josh, you, yeah, Brian, take us into oh, the Q&A. We are. We, got, uh, we actually got four questions sent in this week from from patrons. Ooh, Oh, mashed potatoes. Oh, gravy. Photon. 
Oh, spicy, spicy meme boy photon says if you guys could have had reigns of the multiplayer development team, what kind of weapon would you consider throwing in for funsies? So we can kind of make up our own weapon. Yeah. You know what? A part of me wants to say that that, you know, I I don't we'll know soon if that grappling hook is going to be in it or not. That was in that supposed leaked image. A part of me. I mean, it's not really a weapon, but part of me wants to say that that could be cool. But I'm like. Then I think of things like the jetpack, which like reach had, and I'm like, do we need a grappling hook? And we'll see. Like, see, we're open minded. We'll see know. what happens. Um, but for a weapon, though, a new weapon. Yeah, I know. That's it's that's a gadget. That's a, that's I'm trying that's to a think gadget. of what. Uh, I kind of my my mind personally went right to a third, a third melee weapon like sword, sword, hammer, and then like I my mind went right to a third one. I don't know what it would be, but. You're talking about something more. Yeah, like sense. for a new weapon for funsies, he says, you know, for multiplayer, I'm thinking of a new, I'm not sure what it would be. I kind of, okay, like, this is why I'm not on the multiplayer development team. Like, this is probably a stupid idea, guys. And a lot of you listening are probably going to go, Brian, that is a stupid idea. But I'm picturing like a, like a spear, like almost like a spear. Like, you know how like um, Chief holds like a, a flag, like diagonally? Like yeah. So it's like, it's a javelin, but it has the ability for you to break it in half and use it as dual wield, like two. And it's got it's got oh okay and you can just it's got like people. it's got like Smack energy them. spears on each side, so you can like use it as a one-handed weapon or you could split it and use it to two. Of course, it would have to be like I mean it would have to be like made sure it's not overpowered or underpowered, but it'd be like a third pillar to your energy sword and that's my idea the the energy spear no, I, or I, something I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, that could be cool. I like the idea of whacking somebody with with sticks. I just think that's you make it hilarious. sound so. Uncool, I mean, they wouldn't actually be dog. stick, but you just. <laughs> I like the idea of you picking up a twig off a halo and poking someone. <laughs> Imagine just getting getting killed by that. You're just like, oh, the shame. Would you? But uh, for me, I said this on another one, dude. I, I'm gonna honestly say your hands. Okay. I think the idea of running into an enemy and having a moment when, like, if you were completely out of ammo and this guy is coming, like, he's turning around, and he's seeing you on his motion sensor, and he's ready to fire. All you can do is just charge at this guy and try to tackle him, and maybe there's some kind of like some kind of uh, button press combo you got to do. I'm not saying like quick time event. I'm just I don't know. I'm just saying I think that would be awesome to have these kind of moments that you would read of in the book, like Master Chief sort of getting in this really close melee tussle with an elite and stuff, and and kind of feeling that in the multiplayer, some something very visceral and animalistic, and and I think that would be very fun and very tense at times too i mean you know it's like those moments when you see one of your teammates getting assassinated in halo 5 and you pull off the save you're able to kill that person before they finish the the animation and it actually saves them like imagine that but in kind of a melee tussle you know i just that, think that could be that cool. sounds really cool to me too i'm not saying run around with your fists and you yeah punch stuff, not doom berserk saying. mode but no i get it yeah. no i think that sounds cool too i mean a, yeah. a spartan punch would yeah. would kill a human, so you know. Yeah, another uh, Spartan. Yeah, Ooh. no, I like that. I like that. Great question. Great question. Uh, next uh, question is from John. Keep the memes yeah, coming, spicy man. Memes. Need spicy Love memes. them. Uh, from John and who we've been talking about. Next question is, if you had, if you had to Love pick them. one of these, would you personally rather see a flood (pun intended) of campaign gameplay for Infinite and a little bit of multiplayer, or vice versa? So if I had to guess, Josh would rather see more multiplayer, this is right? Assumption. So Josh yeah. would rather see more multiplayer, rather see more campaign. Now I am 100 percent biased, and the re- and the reason no. I would choose more, the reason okay. I would choose more campaign is because I'm biased. But if I'm going to try to find a non-biased reason, it's because I feel like they got more to prove with the campaign and the story than they do multiplayer. Halo 5's multiplayer is awesome. I was just going to say, 
I would typically go with multiplayer. This one time, though, I just want to see what the campaign looks like. I'm the most excited for Halo story that I've been since 3, and I really want to see what it looks like. And, and just getting to see gameplay of the campaign will give me enough of a rough idea of what to expect. True. Yeah, it kind of reveals more, you know? in a sense. So I don't, yeah. yeah, so I don't... I feel like that's... I, I feel like the, the, the multiplayer is the safe assumption for me in terms of enjoyment. But the campaign is is the is where the uncertainty lies, and I feel like it seems I'm see I feel very hopeful. There's very good momentum for it, but that's really what I want to see the most. So I'm going to go with that this time. But normally, nine out of ten times, I'm going to say that makes before. sense. I mean, I, I think it's hard to say. I've seen so much talk about you know sprint, no sprint, classic Halo uh, ability, Halo. Um, but I've also seen so much talk about where's the story going, what's the campaign going to be like. I don't. I think it's about fifty fifty as ever right now as to what people really feel like they need to see to to make a judgment call not that you should make a judgment yeah. call on just a reveal but Ryan, i'm gonna be so biased dude, but like if we see if we get on a halo ring and we see like forest or like jungle terrain you know i'm gonna be all Still, in love dude. with that because that's my that's favorite type of thing we haven't gotten that we haven't gotten that as much in four yeah. and five we've got a little bit of it it's real futuristic in four and five Man. yeah oh, yeah that's a great question john and hashtag take me back question. yeah if i had great. to guess from what great i've question. spoke to john and about um i think he's looking more forward to the campaign stuff but obviously multiplayer is right up there um, we got two yeah, questions from sure. our, our our buddy and new patron, Mike MH Cosplay. Mike, if you guys are not in the Discord, join because he posts some progress photos of what he does. It's super insightful to just see. It's impressive to see like the work that goes into this stuff and the the just the the progress about it. I've never even with Star Wars, I've never actually seen someone kind of post the progress. Mike, he's like putting that. It straight it's work. Cool to see. He is. Um, he says. So first question is, okay, since my buds and I just talked about it, do you feel vehicles from Halo Wars 1 and 2 will appear in Halo Infinite, either in campaign, multiplayer, or both? Josh? I think in in Warzone, I think vehicles like the Cobra and the Wolverine would be great additions because I think, I can't remember which one, but one of them is anti-air. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be great to sort of dismantle people that are spamming banshees and hornets and then just, you know, stuff like that. I think, I think they would have their place there and in the campaign. I can't see ones like those working as well in multiplayer, like just regular, like even big team battle. But I mean, they could, they could, but I think it would be cool. I think we need, we need something new, obviously, but it would be nice to see them not necessarily do something wholly new, but but take from what's already established in the universe that we haven't gotten yet. And something like a vehicle, it's not like a character that you have to now sort of like make them seem like they way you know the way they spoke and, and carried themselves in the books. It's just yeah. a vehicle. So something like something like that stuff could be very cool. I think. What yeah, I think uh, there's no there's not necessarily any precedent to say they will, but I am mm-hmm. inclined to believe they'll put at least one in, or if not several. Um, I think. Now, Warzone might be a different story because it's so crazy, but for like campaign and and, and strictly, so yeah, for like campaign and strictly like arena multiplayer, I feel like they need to choose one or two solid ones from Halo Wars and put them in. Because I, if you put every single one from Halo Wars in, that's going to be convoluted as heck. There is way too many. You know what? If, if it turns out true and the Banished are actually in this, like it seems like they might be. I feel like it's a, it's it's say you know we can probably expect some some more Halo Wars type. Yeah, of stuff. I mean I, Halo Wars has done great by the universe, I think. So I think it's time we get some of that. 
we saw that one Lego set of that boat. Yeah, you know, and it's just spec. It's pure speculation. I wouldn't think but, there'd be a boat, but you know, it that, at this point, like, I mean, we don't know anything, guys. We're still. What's great is, guys, when we started this podcast, we knew about the same amount as we do now. That's the crazy. That's the crazy part. They've really gave about. Really have gotten. The only thing we've gotten right is just like those four seconds of like Chief standing at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Uh, from the Game Awards, is that, that it? in the Mega Construct right? stuff? That's it. That's which is yeah, still right. borderline that's nothing. Right. So crazy. Yeah. I, I, props to three four three for keeping that those lips tight. Um, other yeah. question from Mike is: Do you think Infinite will take a stance and combine the ways of old and bring in refinement from their mistakes for Halo 5's campaign and Halo 4's multiplayer? Also, do you see the rec packs being as needed? or being kind of pushed away for good with so much negative comments about it since year one of Halo 5? Um, I'll start by saying... What do you think? Yeah, I I definitely seen negative comments about uh, rec packs, and, and as with any um, microtransactions, I don't feel it's unfair to complain, but I feel like many people are accepting of the rec packs because they're not too intrusive, and they make it so that the multiplayer maps can get released for free, and not split up the player base. So I feel like with what they've seen in Halo 5, they're more likely to keep the rec packs because that's it's made the player base be able to stay all on the same track and not have to split it up through DLCs. Also, I'm just not sure how well the, the DLC map pack market is in 2020. I don't feel like that's really how developers sell their stuff anymore. So I think something along the lines of rec packs is probably here to stay. That'd be my opinion. As for your other question... um. I very much do think the campaign and the multiplayer is going to be a refinement of what they've learned from Halo 4 and 5. You know, they're going to steer as far away as they can from Halo 4's multiplayer. They're going to lean into Halo 5's multiplayer. And they're going to stay as far away as they can from Halo 5's campaign. And they're going to lean into Halo 4's. The things that, you know, there's things about Halo 4's campaign that many have said they've done better than Bungie ever did. And there's many things about Halo 5's multiplayer people have said they did better than Bungie ever did. They need to take those strengths. They know that the community at large is saying, "Hey, we love this," and then lean into those things. And I think they are. I mean, Bonnie said, Bonnie Ross said they're going to do. They're going to try to get both right from what they've learned. And I, I think that's definitely where they're going. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, they're done the charm for sure. No, I. In regards to the map packs, I think, you know, it, it's entirely possible that we might. I feel like we're still going to have map packs, but maybe not in the same way. I could see us having map packs still to facilitate Warzone. Uh, you know, you, you still want to have unlockables in that. You still want to have a reason to just earn that stuff and, and play it and, and, and have all these new different, not just, you know, Spartan gear, but in terms of like different weapon skins and stuff like that. People, people like that stuff now. It'd be weird to roll it back. I'm not saying like if they did it, it wouldn't bother me yeah, at all. We don't use it. I don't really. think it would bother Brian either. It, so. But like most people want that and that's totally fair. You, you want to earn that stuff. Who, who didn't want the recon helmet right. back in Halo 3, you know? So it's. You know, stuff like that's probably here to stay. But I could also see, with the addition of Game Pass being what it is now, and it's so successful, and in a lot of ways for Microsoft, that's even the success of that is more important than uh, selling certain games, if not even a console. Maybe it's debatable. You know, so I could see that kind of rendering the whole like DLC map pack. Like we got to have this, so this is free, uh, irrelevant. You know, because now we have something like Game Pass where people can download it. And if I'm not mistaken, I think. I think every download gets that de- uh, of a game for game through Game Pass gets a developer a certain percentage of money just by it being downloaded. I could be wrong on that, but uh, as for the other question, yeah, I completely. Brian, I could not have said it better than. Uh, I sound like Yoda. Brian, I could not have said it better than. 
But uh, yeah, I I think Brian really hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, I can't. I could see Halo Infinite multiplayer going back to basics, but I feel like they they one game like they've nailed the campaign, the other game they nailed the multiplayer. Why not take those and marry them together yeah. so we can get the best of yeah, both they, worlds? You know, and and I mean obviously take take some cues from from Halo uh, Bungie era, you know that that we all love, but we do love too. And uh, if not more, even in some ways, but but give us, you know, we we all want a little bit of everything. We want Halo Infinite to literally be take all these games, combine their powers like a, a damn ass uh, Power Rangers episode, and form the form up the Megazord. We want the Megazord yeah, of Halo games. That'd be great, the Megazord of Halo games. Uh, I mean, there's like let's be like let's be honest here. There, there's several things about the three four three has done. People have really loved. You know, it's just the the whole package has never quite came together the way people wanted. So it's at least it's not in this position where it's like oh three four three has done nothing that that I've liked since they they came around. No, it's that's not the case at all. There's there's a lot of great stuff. So I think they definitely should look look inward at the their strengths and then also like Josh said, pull from Bungie on the the things maybe they've missed out on. So yeah, the banter for sure. I miss I miss that stuff. Like you know I I, I thought about this the last episode afterward, but I thought you know what. Uh, after Sergeant Johnson died, we lost that banter, and Halo got a lot more serious. And I think it it can be serious and work, but we just we need somebody in there who's well, that's not that pilot, rolling. bro. Uh, that Oscar <laughs> Meyer, yeah, Oscar Meyer, man. But uh, I'm not trying to hate on Roland either. But I just uh, we really need a, a character who can really who doesn't take things as seriously. Who's there enough to balance out how serious Chief is, how serious Palmer and Lasky is. You gotta gotta just have a little bit more. That's all. Totally. That's all I need, really, for the campaign. I just need a little bit of that. Give me a little bit of sunshine to, to sunshine fix that dreariness. In my day, Josh, can you take it away? Brian, I don't even want to right now. You were in so okay. You were doing so good with that. Give me the moon. I'll show oh. you my baboon ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, guys. I had a feeling you were going to go somewhere completely. That different. is, yeah, I didn't know where I was going. That was, uh, th- those were our <laughs> Patreon questions. We're about to go into the QA, but uh, just a quick update for you guys. Not going to make a long spiel. Uh, if you want to ask a question and have an answer on the show, you can get in on our Patreon. The $5 tier includes that. Um, but yeah, we have a $1, $5, $10 tier, guys. And we just updated it so that there's a way for everyone to get uh, swag now. Uh, whether it be swag whether, stuff, we yeah. All whether it be yeah, whether it be um, a shirt or it be uh, you know keychains or other things like that, uh, go check that out if you're interested. Uh, people who are, check 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 to check it out, see what the Patreon ooh, ooh, is I all like about. Uh, ooh, people who are already ooh. in there, they're just gonna get more stuff now than than they than they had been before, and uh, now there's more incentive for more people to get in there. So if you want to do that, that's at uh, Patreon.com/slash Sacred Icon Halo. Um, and then if you guys want to get in the conversation with us, get on that discord. The link is at the top of our Twitter. Everyone's invited. We talk about everything. Uh, we'd love to have you. That's uh, sacred icon halo on discord as well, but I'll go into the Q and a Josh, you ready? Yeah. I just want to say real quick for discord guys. If you are someone who is tired of all the bull roar on the, the, the general internet of halo and you just want to go in there, maybe you do have a hot take, but you want to, you want to have a kind of a, a safe space to maybe talk about how you feel about Halo, good or bad. Discord's a really good place for that. We've really that's that's something Brian and I wanted to have, and that's something through all the people involved in there have really uh, fostered. So definitely check it out, Brian. Go ahead. 
The question was, when Halo CE launched in 2001, the matchmaking we've come to know hadn't yet been conceived. The popularity of Halo's multiplayer was built on local play through split-screen and LAN. Halo 2 soon popularized the virtual couch, but now, in 2020, just how important is split-screen? So, as Josh and I kind of touched on a bit already, we have a lot of good memories with split-screen, and Halo 5 was the first and only Halo game to not have split-screen, and that caused some issues, so... We kind of went to the uh, went to the fans on that to see what they had to say. Josh, what do you think about split screen? Real quick, you kind of already touched on it, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I actually have a lot to say about this, but I'll try to summarize. Uh, I think at this point, if you're someone who played Xbox Live back in the early days, back in the the Halo two three days, uh, you play Halo multiplayer now because you can't play LAN. I think if you're someone who is still relatively new to Halo and maybe you got in at the three four three era, maybe you have different reasons for playing it. Nothing's wrong with that. But I think for someone like me who grew up in the heyday of the Bungie era, um, this is uh, all the online stuff is is uh, in substitute of what I really want to do, and that's get together with my friends in person and play through split screen multiplayer. Yep. Totally. I mean, that's that's completely where I'm at. Um, when Josh and I spoke, I still like the competitive scene. Josh online. and I spoke about it before when Halo yeah, Five first announced it wasn't going to have split screen. We we personally didn't really get it at the time because we ha- we weren't currently doing the land stuff. And neither of us had spouses or anything or kids, um, so we didn't really see the need. And then as soon as we were doing lands, and and now I, I recently been married and then got and then wanted to show my wife Halo Five, and I congratulations, and I, Brian, coming up on that one true. year anniversary, you, baby. Um, but I can't man. show my wife Halo Five unless I go buy another Xbox and a copy of Halo Five, and I'm just I'm not going to do that. So that's unfortunate. So I think it's very much uh, a real issue. First response is from Dest at I think it's Jose Beltrans. And they said, and to think that although Halo 2 already had online options, I grew up playing it on LAN with large groups, including family members. I miss that time. And I chose that because that really like sinks in with the nostalgia we're talking about. And also, that's a great point. I know matchmaking was a huge deal back when Halo 2 was out, but there was still a lot of people then that didn't have the broadband or the money. So there was still a lot of split screen and landing going on in the Halo 2 days, a lot. You know, yeah, I felt like when people got Xbox Live, they didn't really ever go back. And at the time when it first happened, you didn't yep. want to go back so because this was the next evolutionary yep. step. But as we've gotten older, we've become, you know, it's never changed. It's been literally that. We've been on that level and we've yep. just been writing it for all these years. And now we all harken back to wow, when we were all, we all had more free time and to get together and do that with family and friends and, and laugh and stuff like that. And Absolutely. I definitely, man, I feel that yep. answer on an emotional level. Great I response. Uh, next one is from Absolutely. Dozen at Comedic Hermit. Comedic Hermit. Nice. Personally, I like I'd say it would hermit. fall into the nice option to have category. I have fond memories of CE crowded up in a dorm room throwing bottles and elbows, but it's not something I need to or choose <laughs> yeah, to man. repeat. So Dozen says, you know, it's a nice option to have. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if it was there, but I've kind of moved on from it. Don't really need it. I, I get that vibe too. Josh and I are more are more in that nostalgic. We would like to experience that again type of vibe, but there's de- I definitely can see outgrowing it. I think we kind of felt like we might have outgrown it back when Halo Five was announced. We kind of we didn't realize how much it mattered to us. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like if Halo Five have had multiplayer, or I'm sorry, split screen multiplayer, and we had had these like past five years of that and I'm still saying that needs to be a thing now like I'm doubling down on it I feel like I'd definitely be more biased but I feel like just because we haven't really had uh, a new Halo game in a long time that's had split screen multiplayer 
I want to say I, you know, I respectfully disagree, but I also understand that because, uh, you know, not everyone really wants that at the same time. Just because a lot of us do doesn't mean everyone does. Doesn't mean everyone yeah. needs it, you know. And I totally get. Yeah, that. I thought that was a good, uh, you know, differentiating opi- differentiating opinion we can understand. Yeah, I don't. Uh, next one that. is from Zilla at Zilla the God. says but split screen is important for those human to human sharing moments we talked about that all episode totally right i couldn't play halo 5 with my dad or my friends on one xbox it's lame it is lame zilla i i I get it man um especially like i'm just picturing you want to show that to your dad it's like sorry dad i guess we're not playing together that's that's rough like and, and I, like I've said before, personally, I, I, I feel for 343 because I don't think they thought it was as big of a deal to remove it. I genuinely don't think that – I don't think they maliciously – I could not have cared Exactly. I don't think it. they maliciously wanted to take that away from us. I think they they were short-sighted just like me and Josh were. We didn't think it was that big a deal at the time, and they learned their lesson the hard way. And now that, that mark is there – on Halo 5, and, and they move forward on it, and they're going to make it right in Infinite. And you know what's great about that, in retrospect, is that you know by by tossing those balls in the air and, and catching some and dropping some of the others, 343 has really learned. You know, they learned so much along the way. And, you, you know, it had been so crazy looking back at 343, and they're given this big game, you know, this big franchise to, to, to deal with, and, like, they're just, they've just assembled, you know, and, and they're putting together a game that a studio has been, yeah, they've, they've worked on for so many years. That's yeah. tough. So I'm glad in a lot of ways that they've not necessarily hit the nail on the head every single time with every single aspect because it's really introduced us to a, not, a lot of new things that some people like and some people don't. But people, you know, like like Missa liking Halo 5 story, even though we don't, you know, a lot of us don't like it as much, you know, and stuff like that. And then also Halo 4 story um, like that Kiersey really likes and stuff like that. So... I'm glad that they've they've kind of stumbled it a bit because I feel like when when you know in regards to split screen you just they they did it they they had a game where it didn't have it finally and then and now it's cemented like it. that it's going to be here for a long time they're not going to consider dropping it and yeah it's safe to assume that it's gonna, yeah. it's it's I think it's I just think it's important to say it might have been a bad call but it wasn't a malicious call you know to drop split screen so yeah. Well said, um, Brian. Ethan at Strafe Rebel says, being able to split screen with the boys or s- special other when they're over, and then he puts a bunch of greater signs, like, it's very important, you know, being able to do that. So, yeah. I get that, you know, boys. I, I yeah, actually dude. had, uh, Erica, Erica has a friend who was getting married, and, and her, uh, her fiance came over, and he likes Halo, and him and I went in the other room, and we just split screen multi- multiplayer for like two hours, and I'm like, man, can't do that on Halo Five. Like, it's just it's just a it's such an amazing feature to have split screen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's nothing like getting together with your friends and having a bunch of pizzas. I always have anxiety over whether or not there's going to be. A oh, I do too. That's why. That's why I ordered like, fifteen. I know I'm going to be able to eat fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, then you have all those yeah. left over. <laughs> you do don't it. even get sick of it. But yeah, absolutely. There's nothing like getting together with friends and playing it. And you know what? Even more than playing it, I look forward to the hype I feel just before driving out to some that person's house like brian's it's place. great dude and when you show up and i come, it, I come to the front door and i look out and josh gets out of his car and he's grabbing his book bag with his xbox in it and i'm like hey josh you're here to play halo and you're like i am and it's like he comes in it's like where everybody knows your name boom, boom, boom. you want to be where you oh, can brian be is 
You oh. wanna be where everybody knows your name. Man, guys, you know what? That's I never sang. Part. I never sang until I met Josh. This is all Josh. He rubbed off on me. Dude, <laughs> dude I I'm loving you having this episode. I remember we used to be a high V and we used to sing. Uh, probably none of you guys are gonna remember this or know about this, but there was a there was an NPC in Oblivion, and we would sing it at work. It was flying in the flying in the sky. I, fly? I don't know you, and I don't care to know you. Get out of my face before I have you stop denying. <laughs> Great times, but anyways, oh, guys, man. last people sing because they're happy. We do. We're happy so here. I love doing it. I love enthusiasm for the Halo universe. Sacred icon. Ooh. Ooh. Gotta keep it sacred. I got that from Josh too. Ooh, gotta keep it sacred. It was different. That was terrible. Though. That was terrible. <clears throat> Let me try this again. Let me keep it sacred. <laughs> Uh, last response is. <laughs> I thought about that at work last night. By the way, I just started laughing. Yeah, I looked weird. Uh, laughing randomly by myself, but it was because of you. That's great. Uh, last response is from Hollowed at boy zero one zero one zero zero one. I'm hoping that the PC port of Infinite will get a split screen option. I use both controller and mouse and keyboard, so there are options. Halo was the only reason I bought my Xbox, so I don't plan on getting the new one. At the same time, I want to enjoy playing locally with my friends. I am not a game developer, but I personally see no reason why split screen could not be included on PC. You have more than enough power. You have multiple controller input options. The only reason I can see it not being there is because they assume that most of their PC player base will not use split screen. And that'd probably be a safe assumption, but it'll probably get some backlash if it's not included there. So ultimately, I'd like that it would be. Man, I feel like that would is that there for instance? Uh, I have no idea. I would assume it is. Yeah, because I'm wondering if that... I mean, that's actually a pretty... Imp- that's interesting because it... I feel like that would that would that that could be very cool. If you don't put that in there, I see I could see it bumming some people out, but I feel like if it's in there, that could be something that's really cool and yeah. might take off in its own way. I mean, it's true. If you just plug in a controller, one person uses a mouse and keyboard, the other person uses a controller. Or you could use two controllers on a PC, so... Uh, especially with, like, it's on... Like, if it's on Steam... People have like the uh, they play use their their computer with Steam um, big picture mode and they use their TV sometimes so it makes sense that I think it should have it I don't like I said I'm not a game developer maybe it's a huge hurdle but I don't, I don't feel like it should be so uh, yeah great yeah. great answers guys um, we Whoa. just want to shout out to our lovely patrons guys we are so oh yeah. we are so thankful we got so many of you now and. Uh, we just, like I said, we just added a bunch of uh, incentives for you guys that are already there and for new people to come on in. Um, we sure but did. as always, guys, we don't yeah. need we don't need you guys to join the Patreon. We just uh, we just love having you guys here, talking with us, sharing in that enthusiasm. That's what matters. You can leave a five star review on uh, iTunes. That'd be helpful. You can hit us up on the Twitter. Let us know what you think. We will. We love it. Up. But yeah, we have Trevor Polky at the five. Dude's a legendary stalker. Dude, I love that guy. I love Poke. I, I like I said, he's like a kindred spirit because you know we both do the same like thing pretty much. Yeah. And I just it's he's nice. there in soul. Uh, yeah, it's just he is. He is. It's 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 humbling to know that like you know when I'm listening to podcasts while I'm working. You know what I feel? He you know chooses what I picture, us. That means so much. I picture he's stalking in the you aisle, Brian. and he drops a can, and he goes down to reach it. But before he can reach it, ghost images of you and me 
show up to pick up the can, and then suddenly over the loudspeaker at the grocery store, the song, Hold my hand, I want you to hold my hand, <laughs> plays. And we, we, Freaking we lift that can fish. up for I love it. Mm. Uh, new Patreon, <laughs> longtime great. friend here of the show, MH Cosplay coming in at the five. What a pro. Oh, man. Dude, I that love that guy. So, in my mind, so that's nice the only real-life ODST that I know of. Dude, right? For real. Every time I see his pictures, I'm super impressed every time. I'm like, man, I, he probably knows what the heck he, he knows what the heck he's doing, obviously. But I look at that stuff, and I'm like, it's like it's like this guy is doing algebra with like letters in there, and I'm back trying to figure out one plus one. That's how I feel. Like He is just on a whole other level when it comes All to I that skill. All I know is if something is ever impressive. comes crashing through my house, it's freaking MH Cosplay. ODST dropping. Well, that ODST dropping. <laughs> oh, man. He pops out like Master Chief yep, on Delta Halo. That's how I picture it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Next, we got Matthew Salvatore, <laughs> longtime Just supporter of the show like and also author yep, writer of, of the of uh, Kingdoms of Amalar. <laughs> Uh, right. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you will forever be our first patron. So nobody can take that away from you. Doesn't matter if somebody gave pledged yeah. us a million dollars. You're still the first. Um. Matthew was there right away. Thank you so much, bro. Um, we got a Thank boo so much, at the five dollar tier. A boo, a boo. What's he gonna do? Ooh, mm, ooh. Beautiful. Love having that dude around. I can do better though. I can still do better. I'm not. I'm not. Happy My favorite is just just do the great, typical right? one. A boo, how's it do? That's what I like. <laughs> I love when you when I sing stuff. Oh, it gets stuck in my head. I wish I remember the one that you said something hilarious that me and Erica both had stuck in our head. It was something you were singing, but I can't. I think it was your. Um, I don't know. It might have been that video I shared of you dancing. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, we also got. But yeah, boo, we love you so much, man. And your name is so cool. I really, really love your name, and it it just rolls right off the tongue when I. Uh, Abu, Abu. All I want to do is talk to him. <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, Photon, who we had a question from, he's in at the $5 tier. Yep. Thank you so much, bro. Spicy meme lord. Yeah, and man, I've been having so many great uh, conversations with you back and forth in, uh, on, uh, in our messages on uh, Twitter. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> I can't think of where it's at. But, dude, it, uh, you, you come up with so much quality Halo content. I, I love seeing your memes. And please... Seriously, if you're listening to this, do not stop. You are so good at that. Please keep doing it. I'm enjoying it. I will watch every single one. I said, Photon, won't you be my spicy meme lord? <laughs> if, if Photon had a like a, a, a spicy meme Halo page, I would totally follow it in a heartbeat. I would be like, this is the definitive Halo meme yes. spicy page. Uh, also, uh, yes. coming in on the... Ooh, I think... Oh, I don't want to get it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's at the one dollar. Uh, Justin Howard been with us for a while. I haven't met him Justin yet. Justin Howard, yeah, great dude because he's there. Supporting. But you know what? That name yeah. sounds famous. Always sounds so famous. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna see that name someday, and it's gonna be for a good reason. It'll be like be um, like a, he'll be on a bill special thing. He'll be on a billboard in L.A. for like he does chiropractic or something. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I love chiropractors. I hear that. I get the I get that popped. I walk out of there. You got I the number one sleep. moderator in the world. Jondon, thank you on that five tier. Jondon, always doing such a good job, always bringing things to the table on Discord that I didn't even know about. I, he may I be on the five so tier, but he's also he's, on the good human tier. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. So nice and so supportive. Man, 
And you know he's got a whole side of like, he loves Marvel. I remember seeing his uh, Halo means to me video, and he had a lot of, like I think like a Captain America shield and stuff. And I like I still need to get into to pick his brain about the MCU going through these with Dad. So I uh, man, I have so many good things to say about. Uh, we got Don. the biggest dog I know, Ian Big Dog Mills, coming in Big with that one dollar support. He's newer. We're so glad to have him, dude. Just great to talk to. I love seeing his thoughts. I see him on Twitter a lot of times. I mean, sometimes I miss some of the stuff because of my chill. work schedule, but I'll see. He is super chill, super nice, and like I said, I really like hearing his thoughts because it's very. It seems very fair minded. That's why I really, really. Um. Like him, so we got yeah, we got Genesis at the five. He came into the Discord recently, and he immediately was like, "I got. I want to support you guys." Came in at the five like a true bro. Man, Genesis. You know, it's like. He wasn't there at the beginning, but he kind of was. He symbolizes yeah. the he symbolizes two of the best missions of Halo Five, which are the ones you play as Master Chief on Genesis, the planet Genesis. Oh yeah, boom! Yeah, that's true, and he's and he's super great too. Uh, we super got Marcus great. goes by Glass, been supporting us. Marcus Aurelius, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. He's isn't that it? Yeah, I, man, there needs to be a statue somewhere of Marcus Aurelius. Glassjaw is Glassjaw uh, is Glass, but Glassjaw is a band. Or is it just glass? That's yeah, Glassjaw's a band. Is that it a band is. you listen to, yeah. Brian? Yep, I had a feeling. <laughs> of course, it's, was, if it's edgy, it's like got to be Brian. I know if it's angsty, it's like it's it's got to be. If it makes me want to like run With really scissors. fast or like With drop scissors. kick doors or yeah, I, I don't. I wasn't gonna say scissors. That sounds dangerous. Uh, we got Dust Storm from Podtacular at the one. He's been supporting us for a while. Dude's a straight podcasting legend, and he's supporting us. So I mean that talk about being. Humbled. Yeah, if you're listening to us, you've had to have listened, if not are listening to the podcast, but definitely. It's Podtacular. I mean, you just, great, great. I mean, when you think of Halo Podcast, you know, Podtacular. Great, great dude. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. And then finally, drum roll for the hit TV series, The Shipleys. The Shipleys, ladies and gentlemen, coming to a screen near you in theaters. It's not going to be select theaters, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> This is going to be a worldwide cinematic release with the premiere of the Shipley's walking down red carpet looking fresh We're to We're going to have that death. extra large popcorn death. bucket when we watch this movie. It's going to have their faces on the side. Yeah. And it'll be like in a retro like cup head, like their two heads are big and overlapping, kind of like in a like in a cartoon black and white 50s type deal. <laughs> it'll be really, it'll be dope. It'll be dope. I love that movie. And I hope, you know what, I hope it's not an hour and a half. But honestly, I'll tell you right now, I give it a five out oh, of five. Oh, for stars. sure. Complete bias. Don't even matter. Yeah. To just take it away. Objectively. Take it away. That's just great. What's a good... It's got a song in there that plays at the end of the credits. It's called the Shipley me. Shuffle. And, and the yeah, Shipley how's Shuffle. it going, Josh? <laughs> it starts off and the film just fades to black and it's like... You've just been with the Shipleys. At the very end, it's like you just got Shipley. Uh. You see that guy Jordan? He's kind of he's a Shipley. This kind of Ripley. Mm, mm, no, it's bad. <laughs> Don't do it. Shipleys, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. They're like guys, please just end it already. Stop the madness. But anyways, guys, that's all of our patrons. You guys are our biggest supporters. We thank you so much. We appreciate you guys so much, and we hope you guys feel that through the Patreon, through the podcast, through just interacting with you guys. It means so much, and we want to not just prove that with our actions, uh, or not just with our words, but through our actions too. And then it, it means a lot. 
it means more than yeah. We're gonna, we, we don't know what we're gonna, if we ever, episode. So if we, we ever get like try. fifty of you guys. We don't know because we want to personally shout out y'all, sing to y'all. You know, even if you don't, we ever if, if you don't want to be sung to, we'll put that in the episode. note so we don't sing to you because it's it come. Who doesn't want to be free? It comes from you and me, Jovio Joshi. He's at Jovio Joshi on Twitter. And Brian's on Twitter at Brian's Bane. Boom. We already got the Discord. We got the Patreon. If you Boom. want to email us, sacrediconhalo at gmail.com. We have a website, sacrediconhalo.com. Guys, <laughs> it's been a long episode. It's been more multiplayer-focused, something Josh has really been looking forward to. If you guys like that, let us know so we can focus more on it in the future. Let us know. We will absolutely um, more multiplayer. It's been great, guys. Josh, you got anything to say before I say peace? Uh, I love, love everybody. I love everybody. Good tidings. Good it's well so wishes. And uh, hope, hopefully you guys are... It, it is. You know, I don't I don't want to go. It's, so it's like a kid's show. Goodbye. It's time we say no. goodbye. Farewell. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you don't have to go home, guys, but unfortunately, you can't stay here anymore. We'll be back soon next week with another episode of the Sacred Icon Halo Show. You've been listening to episode 35 with Brian and Joshua bringing you pure, 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 pure enthusiasm. Pure, pure, pure enthusiasm on Cairo Station. 96.1 F. Keep it sacred, guys. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <guys. laughs>